This month on No Quarters, we head down under for Forza Horizon 3, revisit games from years past like The Crew and Dead Rising, and finally say no more No Man's Sky. Plus, Mackie builds a sick gaming rig. Stay tuned. Welcome to No Quarters, episode 85. Hey, I've been told this is a motherfucking video game podcast. You've been told right, son. Yay. <laughs> I'm Mackie. I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And we're back. Yeah. We're BJ-less. Oh. As yeah. usual. Yeah. That's... Oh. He was not feeling well. Okay. I even warned him. I'm like, hey, man, you're not going to be here to defend No Man's Sky. And he was like, blank silence. He mm. didn't say anything. So I was That's like, ooh. Because he went off and no man died. Yeah, I was like, man, you actually are sick. You don't even respond to that. Man. So no sick burns from BJ, just sickness. <laughs> However, the rest of us, mm-hmm. we're here. We played some games. Mm-hmm. Played some games, built some systems. What? Downloaded some shit. Oh, man. We've been doing like everything you can do video game related these days. Well, uh-huh. Except for making them. <sighs> <laughs> I don't know, kind of. Uh, eh. Did we? Did we make video There's games? There's some maker elements in our first uh, game. Yeah. Oh, okay. That first game being Forza Horizon 3. Hell yeah. Horizon 3. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I bought a whole new Xbox just to play that game. Why, why'd you do that? Extra power. That's right. You were you skipped last month. I wasn't here so, last so month. So yeah, we have not spoken about you buying an Xbox One S. I did. I bought one. It has more power? It does, yes. 9% more power. Yes. Oh. Pushes out a few more frames. Nine percent huh. more power. Yeah, interesting. It is. Yeah, but he was able to get rid of his old Xbox One. Mm-hmm. Yes, I gave that monkey's paw to BJ, <laughs> which is why well, he's not here. Well, and also your first Xbox One S was dead on arrival. Yeah, it was fucking broken. Yeah, it broke out during the update. It froze, and then it did the whole. Hey, yeah, you need updated. to restart to put the update in. Yeah, but the update's not there. What did we do? Oh mm-hmm. no. That was a fun two days. Well, at least you bought it from Best Buy. Yeah, they, they took were, it right back. Man, they're they actually had one right well, there at well, the like counter. Desperate buy, am I right? Totally. They're like, please don't leave. <laughs> we love you. Please retweet. But yes. yeah, anyway, subscribe. Yeah. So yeah, you played Forza Horizon three on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I played Forza Horizon three on an Xbox One and a PC. What? Whoa. So did Harlow. Yes, I did. What? Yeah. Windows ten. Play anywhere. Yeah. And, and it works. And crossplay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I have to admit it works surprisingly well in that you can jump from one right to the other and it's just like, all right, hold on a second, check mm-hmm. in cloud save. Oh look, there it is. Okay. Yep. Mm-hmm. And like maybe five seconds of eh, okay. We're good. Yep. Yeah. And if you're running your Xbox One in the other room while you're playing on the computer, when you unlock achievements, you'll hear them plunk out in the other room. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you can literally play it on both of the side. Like, does it yep. actually Uh I don't I didn't have Forza I mean, Horizon open. Oh, okay. Oh, I, was, I just oh, okay, I had okay. switched over, gotcha. and the TV was still <laughs> on was the tra- Xbox One. I was dashboard. imagining like it's mirroring out there or something crazy. I'm like, wait, I, I, I will experiment and tell you about it next month. But anyway, mm-hmm. Forza Horizon Three. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's more Forza Horizon. Yes, which in our book is a great thing. Yes, except I think better than two. Like I, I agree. Two. I don't know what it was about two. There was just something about um, two that was not. You know. 
Right. I played the shit out of two as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, y- yes, there's. Uh, I think it's the variation of landmass you can go around. And with this one, I think the biggest difference thus far is it lets you leave the road mm-hmm. pretty much everywhere. Yes. You know, it's actually an open world, so to speak. Whereas, you know, in one and two, it was very much, there's guardrails everywhere. Yeah, indestructible guardrails. Yeah, and you can try, and there were a few spots, like, you know, basically if you were looking for a barn find, you Mm -hmm. might find a little trail that led off where there didn't happen to be a guardrail there. But otherwise, you were pretty much restricted to the roads. Mm -hmm. Whereas this one, they're like, hey, you're in the Australian Outback, so grab a dune buggy and do what the fuck ever. Grab a halo warthog. Or drive over hills in a Lamborghini, because Mm -hmm. that's what I was doing. Yep. Yeah. This game is very much like, hey, isn't Australia wonderful? Go fuck it up. (laughs) Yeah. You will have races through neighborhoods where you're just going through people's backyards and destroying their fences and their garbage Mm -hmm. cans. Yeah, but I mean, these people are, are... Like Mad Max, they they're used to this shit. Like, That's true. <laughs> it is like Australia. oh, you know. <laughs> I have been told that. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it is. Uh, it is really good. And I, I guess the biggest change in this one is that you're no longer just a dude. You're the dude. You're apparently the overlord of everything, but you're yeah. also competing in everything. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's a weird that's a weird way to go. It is, and it's kind of. It, they've two was pretty personalityless. Yes, this feels even ha, like it has even less personality. Yes, and especially you know because they released Forza Horizon One free with Games with Gold and made it backwards compatible. Mm-hmm. I played that, and that one. What I had forgotten is that like when you have the street races or whatever, it is an actual dude, and you have rivals throughout the game who are like, "Yeah, man, you may be good here, but how are you?" You know, in a pink slips race you know all that like and it would be named guys with a voice actor who would like basically talk shit at you even like like, during a race they would taunt you be like yeah you think you're good but you actually you suck Mm -hmm. especially compared to me and this one is just like hey a street racer has challenged you to a midnight race and you pull up and it's like all right (laughs) go they drive a lamborghini yeah good luck yeah and then you win the race and it's just like your little assistant telling you uh it's good that you won i don't want to we don't, we're not supposed to talk about these things, mm-hmm. you know, but it's kind of, there's no, like they have guys challenging you. This is like easy stuff and you guys have a fucking budget. I, I think hire a voice actor. Yeah, I think write maybe, some lines for them. I'm thinking that conflict might be something that affects the rating for some stupid reason. Ugh. Like if you have like legitimate beef with another quote unquote human, it may escalate the ESRB right now I don't mean I don't even understand why that's a thing with this game because if it's an E game or a T game who cares but it, it just that seems like such a specific design choice from especially from one to two to cut that out like yeah. to not have because that was everyone's kind of complaint about too was like I remember playing two thinking the the main dude that is giving you all your instruction and everything is eventually going to turn like eventually mm-hmm. he's just going to be like well you think you're shit huh well you're going to take me on in the next 10 races and then we'll see. Yeah. But he's just like, okay, you're the king of Forza Horizon. I'm going to, yeah. I'll, I'm going away now. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's a dumb thing to be saying in a racing game. I know this, like, like mm-hmm. the main thing is the racing, which as always is fucking phenomenal in this game. It's terrific. And it's customizable in ways like, you know, down the gamut of what you want to do to make the difficulty easier or harder or more simulation or more arcadey. 
anything you want to do, you can customize this game to do that. Yep. But there's no motivation because, like, right off the bat, everyone's sucking your dick, just like in two. (laughs) And I mean, that's the only way to put it is they're just like, oh, you're the boss. You're the best. You like here. We're starting a festival here and you got to show everybody how awesome you are because we know you're awesome. And it's kind of like in one, you know, the big thing about one is that it's just like, man, you suck. Time to show everybody that you don't. And that's like, that's so much more motivating in n- not even a subtle way. It's just like, it's, I, I you know, I, I it's kind of like in a sports game. You, you can play Michael Jordan and kick everyone's ass and be mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm fucking Michael Jordan. Or you can be the guy. That's not supposed to be good who ends up beating Michael Jordan, which is more satisfying. Yeah. You know, and I don't understand why they keep going down that route of. All right. Yeah, you're the best. Well, I feel like prove you're the best. I feel like it's even weirder in this scenario where you're the festival boss Mm -hmm. because. I mean, it's almost like people are letting you win. Well, no, I I, I mean, like I, I, I was reconciling this with myself in that. It'd be like if Richard Branson said, here's the Virgin Mega Race you know, 2016, mm-hmm. and then invited a whole bunch of people in there. And the way I'm playing it, it's like, I have money, so I'm buying the best car and upgrading it the best way I can. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm buying my way to victory at everyone. And everyone's like, all right, good job, boss. Yeah. You know, like, it just kind of gives me yeah. this whole, like, you know, this, this megalomaniac guy who just came in and started a festival named after himself and... And then went out and won every race. I, I wish I wish they had just set it up like a, okay, now we've established this race, go set the lead time. And mm-hmm. then that'll be what everyone has to hit. Not make it like, okay, go win the race. But you can still come in first, mm-hmm. but it's just like, I, I wish the, the, the narrative was, okay, we've created this new race. Here's the track. No one's driven it before. Go set the pace time. Mm-hmm. And then that just, that's their motivating thing yeah. for it. And if you, they could have had time tiers basically and that decides first second third that kind of thing it's because it's basically it's the same game as two just with this weird switch flip of now you it doesn't matter like you're not even getting ribbons or or wristbands anymore your 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 user color goes up Mm -hmm. over the game but it's there's no system telling you that that's what you're doing you're just leveling up and it's yeah and it's more the popularity thing which they brought back yeah which is okay you have this many fans because you won this many races which I like that because it's basically some kind of metric of, okay, this area is too popular. You got to add stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, adding stuff just means you get to a point where you can add stuff and you hit X. Yeah, and you it, unlock more stuff. And then all of a sudden there's fireworks. You know, it's like, oh, yeah. they, well, now and they it's love also, you. But it's also like, oh, there wasn't a ramp here before mm-hmm. over this cliff. And now there is. So yeah. go jump it and yeah. be awesome. Which I do like how those are set up, mm-hmm. how the speed traps are set up and everything where they have a three-star rating. You know, because like the speed traps in... And the other ones were basically like, yeah, you hit it and you beat this friend was the highest one that you beat. And you're in the top 9% of everyone that's done this, mm-hmm. you know, and this one, at least it's like, okay, you know, you, you jump 250 feet. Uh, that gets you two stars. You need a uh, 150 feet more to get three stars. And it's like, how the fuck do I jump 400 feet? You know, and you're <laughs> like, man, I got to get a fast car and I got to hit the right line to hit the, you know, you yeah. just, there's that motivation there. And it's the same way with the speed traps where it's like, all right, I might have a fast car, but if I can't control it, I'm not going to be able to get the three-star speed. Mm-hmm. So there's reason to hit those more than just like, oh, yeah, I was driving through here and I happened to hit it. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> but, I mean, fundamentally, it's not – they haven't gone very far from the core gameplay no. of the other two. It, the main thing is – 
Yeah, and the main thing is like you can customize, you can make your own types of races for a circuit where it's the route is set at a certain point, but what you're deciding is, okay, what's the weather going to be? Mm-hmm. What kind of race, you know, what kind of, is this a C class? Is this an A class? Is it an S2 class? Whatever. And then, you know, what time of day, what time of weather, what type of weather, how many laps? Yeah. So there's kind of like a little bit of customization there and the fun pretty much is just in naming them. It's a lot like no yes. man's sky. And it's like, the fun is like naming them something stupid or, you know, getting through their little Microsoft's profanity filter <laughs> and, saying disgusting things but only <laughs> that, but they're all innuendos so it works that's been my biggest joy thus far is just yeah. i i don't care about the settings of the race like i just duplicate the existing settings just mm-hmm. let me rename it because that's that's been the most fun because you just get like five or six options and everyone's got their own dumb pun mm-hmm. for something and that's weird because like I, I don't know everything i've encountered that you've created has been i i don't know you had one it was like copyright infringement yes, race that was the uh where you had the movie cars one. yeah you had the vanishing point car you had uh-huh. I, I don't know what royal told you had well, probably a mini cooper in there italian job mini cooper that was just the category was yeah. was movie cars famous movie yeah. cars oh, and okay. i just called it copyright infringement <laughs> yeah but usually what i'll do is i'll just come up with some pun based on the name of mm-hmm. the track or whatever like yeah. there was like geller mountain or something so i just called it ross geller's mountain or something mm-hmm. you know just stuff like that you didn't call it sarah michelle mountain <laughs> Come on, Chuck. <laughs> no, I went friends. Yeah, okay. Sorry. but That uh, was his last name? Geller. Huh. Yeah. Never knew that. I don't know why that popped in my head. But, right. uh, I, you know, I mean, like, as much as we can complain about them not having, like, a compelling narrative to do all these things, I it's still fun as hell yeah. to do everything. I mean, like, you, you every could play icon. that game on silent, and it's not going to yeah. be that different a game for you. No. You know. But, I mean, it's got... Once again, they've got some cool radio stations in there, and they've got this weird affiliation with whatever Microsoft's groove. services groove, which, which they try to sell you at some point. Yeah, but it you get 14 days of it with they're not going to charge you for it, which mm-hmm. I clicked yes on and put in a bunch of ACDC songs to mm-hmm. race to. And that, let me tell you, is fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'll admit this and is appropriate. This is the first time <laughs> I've been disappointed in the base arena channel. Mm-hmm. I think the base arena in the first one and the second one were like some of the best Mm-hmm. Uh, video game stations like in any game ever you know I, I think I still think the king is the pop station in uh, Grand Theft Auto Vice City sure like I don't think anything's ever going to top that one no. but they were some of the best and this one was just kind of like eh eh and you know I ended up listening to Pulse a lot more often and Pulse Hospital good. gave me the drum and bass I needed to drive 200 miles an hour through yeah. everything the, uh, the deal is probably that they've split up because there are seven stations now instead of mm-hmm. four. So they probably fractured out more of the songs that used to be yeah. in bass and stuff like that. So yeah. I think I listened to Well, I, I think mine says bass arena is my top station, which is weird because I'm usually listening to a block party or timeless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Which we discover why the teen rating, <laughs> what'll get you a teen rating in lyrics, <laughs> man, oh is they've edited bust a move because yeah. the word sex is mentioned in it. <sighs> Oh, not even that. They like cut out the celibate rope. Yeah. I guess probably because suicide and can't have celibacy without sex. Yeah, I don't know. It's fucking stupid and and horribly done. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's e for everyone. So mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah, which which also yeah like well also like, like X go and give yeah, it to I was you say is like, a lot of fun. Like why even bother <laughs> exactly. licensing that song exactly. at this point? Yeah, I was like, why don't you just get some Lil Wayne in here and make yeah. it e for everyone? Yeah. No, yeah. Basically, so. just get the. 
the music. But, you know, <laughs> the there's, the, there's the groove thing. So if you're only planning on playing for two weeks, you can load that sucker up with all the music you want to hear. Well, you can there. you can put your music in OneDrive, yeah. and then you don't have to subscribe to Groove. Ah, uh, okay. So it'll just it'll limit you to what's in your OneDrive folder. Okay, and then it's just yeah, basically. I, so does it, I knew there were ways, but it doesn't give you a DJ or anything. It just straight plays music. Straight plays music. So you yeah. don't do you not get skill songs or anything then? Not on that channel, no. Well, that's mm. that's a bummer. Yeah, yeah. I guess that's another thing we mentioned. Skill is, songs. Skill songs is randomly chosen at certain intervals. Mm-hmm. A song will play, and they'll be like, oh, skills are doubled for this one. So basically, your points multiplier doubles for that, you know, for the duration of the song. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that's when you find a field full of shrubbery that can be run over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Find, find the hills. vineyards. Yep. The vineyards yeah. are the best. Yep. And just start slide, power sliding through all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, pro tip, if you're, if you're mostly playing the game on mute anyway, and it doesn't matter what channel you're on, leave it on timeless all the time. Because your skill songs are then like eight minutes long. Oh, shit. Good point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which Timeless is just the classic one, Yeah, it's, right? the, it's the classical music. Yeah. And, and even if you, I mean, if, unless you're one of those crazy people, it's like, oh, you hate classical music. Well, whatever. You know, like it's, you're going to get the most time out of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's but, some cool like places that they've built for little challenges and stuff like that that you can go back to and wreck shit. Like there, I found this construction area last night and was just like, well, this is going to be a score bonanza. And just drove around there for a while waiting oh, for a yeah. skill song to come on. And I was just <laughs> jumping over girders mm-hmm. and slamming and everything. Yeah, and they still have the the billboards to smash. Mm-hmm. Um, There's not that many. I mean, like, yeah. it's it's very reasonable. I think, like, most games would, you know, as we could see with the Arkham series, most games would be like, you need more of those, more of those, more of those, which mm-hmm. by the time we get to this entry, it'd be like, there are 600 billboards. And it's not. I think there's, yeah. like, 100 fast travel and maybe... It's like 250 experience. I think there's, even, I think. I think there's only like 50 yeah, I think there's three only, different yeah. categories. I think, oh, really? 50, I think there's 50, maybe 50 fast travel and 100 XP ones. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really not. light. They, they did increase the number of roads to find, but I'm like already at 200. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah. I'm at like 300 Yeah, now. they're so you're going to find them just by driving. Yep. So mm-hmm. I, And, and I kind of like that. I like the way the map is kind of set up to yeah. where roads are gray and then you drive over them and then it's like you've been here but yeah it's like they've had time to figure out all these systems and make them as convenient as possible and like they have convoys which is you drive by you honk it theory yeah you honk at other drivatars (laughs) and then they join your group and i think you can have up to five cars and then you can like just have impromptu races to certain points in the map yeah and And then they also kind of follow your gps like they they kind of know where you're going Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm yeah, problem is when you're trying to do skill stuff and they start ramming you. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and you lose that combo that was going to be worth like 150,000 XP. Yeah. That's while we're talking about that. Like I feel like we're we're getting all the the shitting on things out of the way for this game. Mm-hmm. Um so Drivatar technology I I part of me thinks it's time to let that go. Like yeah. I really think it needs to go away. Um and and it's a twofold thing because First and foremost, you claim that it's being designed from your people's driving skills. I think it's like an A through D choice. Yep. It's like, does this person drive aggressively? Do they are you know they, are they more careful with their turns? I mean, I, I honestly think it's like it's a ranking of like how careful you are driving. Mm-hmm. Beyond that, it's just fucking AI. It hundred percent is. And the thing that it does that most infuriates me about it is makes you angry at people that are not doing something at all. Yeah. Um, like for it, it just, it, when you're going through circuits, it's like, 
okay, this person is now going to be your arch rival. Like you're going to leave everyone else in the dust and this one person is going to be on your ass and bumping into you and making you angry. And it's going to have one of your friends names Mm -hmm. and it's not them doing it. It's just the game is like, all right, this is the person now. So that's not a good idea. I've already had people tweet that my drive is an asshole. (laughs) Yeah. But yours is like the first one you come to. And I think it's based on like how much you played the game because I'm already past like, you're not giving me a problem anymore, but you were like the first one where it was like, mm. Oh, there's big, there's big Mackie again. And he's fucking with my race. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but then eventually it was like, okay, now it's this person. Okay. Now it's this person. So it yeah. just, it just, it's the same thing that I remember that happening in two. Cause mm-hmm. one didn't have that. That was pre drive I believe. Right. No, um, it had drive Yeah. It had the drive-tars. first one had drive. Oh, yeah. Yep. They were big on that. Or no, it didn't. It had it had names in it. Yeah. But Drive Atars didn't right. show Drive-Tars up until started Forza 5. Forza right. 5. That's yeah. Right. yeah. I thought it was on Xbox, Xbox One. one thing. The power of the cloud is yeah. what gave everyone. Yeah. That's right. Right. But I'm saying like that whole thing, just, just drop it. Just go back to straight AI and give, you know, if anything, like give me, give me a, a name of a guy, like a character. I don't care if he has a voice. It's it's mm-hmm. easier to hate a random video game character and then win his car or something. Well, yeah. At the end. Just like those people talking shit to you. Like, right. Just have them. Right. So, but that that being said, but the other thing is, as far as skill combo breaking stuff goes, you really need to fix it. That when the AI just completely rams you, it doesn't break the, yeah. me driving perfectly, because I've had people slam on their brakes in the middle of a straightaway with no reason to. Mm-hmm. That made me run into the back of them, mm-hmm. and I've had people just come up from behind and hit me, and also people just one side of the track just you know careen right into me and just take me you a know, break a, a amazing race combo i had going because yeah. i've got all the skill stuff that like gives me bonuses in races mm-hmm. so like i can pull off ultimate clean racing and all these things in a row and i mean i had like a a six time sixty thousand point combo going in a race mm-hmm. you know like not even oh, just yeah. fucking around and well this, it's and easy this guy to do just, that with drafting and all yeah. that like and the guy and the guy just ran me from the other side of the track for no reason it was like and it broke my combo and i was like motherfucker <laughs> like wh- why would you do that <laughs> yeah and and i think that's the worst is that you can lose the combo by somebody else yeah. hitting you while you're going you know yeah while you're in a straight line right yep yeah so we all did the early access mm-hmm. version of mm-hmm. the game, the ultimate edition, mm-hmm. which later I found out won't include all the expansions that no, are coming out. Of course not. Oh, it, Why would the ultimate edition, the most expensive one you can buy, not include everything? It includes all the cars. Yeah, we get all the cars, but like if there's a you another know, storm, storm island, island type there's, thing, there's going to be two expansion packs that we don't get. <sighs> Complete bullshit. Yeah, it absolutely is. Complete bullshit. Yep. But because I, I was like, man, I'm I'm buying I'm, yeah, I'm set. Give me everything. I give me the ultimate edition. And they're like, oh well, you could play it four days early. And all right, thanks. Yeah. Which um, I had a ton of lockups those first four days. Hmm. I had tons of issues with the game in those first four days that hmm. I haven't had since it officially launched. So I almost feel like I was like a post beta tester or something, kind a of. gamma tester, an Omega <laughs> tester. I don't know <laughs> what, but like. I lost progress at points mm. like where that where it just I I went to it was always when I was trying to go back to the festival and change my car out. Mm-hmm. I'd hit the garage and it'd be like, oh, man, I, I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> and then it would just either hard lock where I'd have to reset the machine entirely. Yeah. Or it would just, you know, just sit there loading for forever and I'd have to quit out to the dashboard. And then come back and I had lost somehow it hadn't saved the past three races I'd done. Mm. So I had to redo those. But. It's been better since, but it's almost like if you're going to give me early access, like 
make sure I get the day one patch and everything because that's kind of bullshit right now. Yeah. I, I was not happy about that. And I'm not happy about the fact that, you know, bought the most expensive edition and don't have everything or won't by the end of it. Yeah, I think we uh, discount. I think it's $10 off. Yeah, oh, I mean, that's, I, that's probably just the VIP would have gotten that anyway. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I didn't have any problems that like the ones you had, although what you're mm-hmm. describing sounds like the problem I had with two, which was basically like it corrupted my save. And then because certain stats were in the cloud, mm-hmm. you would get to certain parts and it would be like, wait, you did this, but your save says you didn't, ah, you know, and then it would just freeze and hard lock. Um, the only like technical problem I've had with the game is some of the radio stations will start max headrooming, like mm. just start going back half a second and repeating the same yeah, thing. I, I've had that happen a few and times. And that's a little odd. And then there's also the weird, and I think this is just Xbox one, which where it's just that weird hitching thing where you'll just be going along. Everything's fine. And then all of a sudden it just acts like the game is streaming for mm. half a second, just like eh. And then it'll go again, and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, like it's flushing the cash. Yeah, or something. something weird, but yeah, that which, happens very infrequently. Which, wow, yeah, like Forza Horizon 1, when they added that to backwards compatibility, I had a lot of fun with that. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> first off, it didn't, like, because it didn't log me in quick enough, mm-hmm. it didn't load my cloud save. Mm-hmm. And so it basically overwrote my old cloud save with a new one starting over completely. <laughs> so all the unicorn cars and all the other shit that I had. Yeah. From playing it, you know, at launch and all that, all gone. Nice. So I basically restarted over and I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'll do it anyway. <laughs> so I found all the roads, the billboards, like redid all of that. Mm-hmm. But apparently there was a cache issue, which I didn't even know you could flush the cache on the 360 games it's on buried. your one. Yeah. Yeah. But I was getting like literal, like less than one frame per second lags. And it was cu- it would come in, like in in the middle of a race. Yeah. So I'd be winning a race like that shitty Mini Cooper race they make you do that shitty shitty Mini Cooper race <laughs> early on, and it would just I'd be in the lead in lap two, and then all of a sudden it would just do the slideshow thing, mm-hmm. and like there was no fixing it whatsoever. And I'd exit the game, come back, and it would be like, all right, you're good. And then I'd do that race, and it would happen again. And I was mm-hmm. like, you. F- mm. mm-hmm. So yeah, if you're trying to play Forza Horizon One on Xbox. Come- one backwards compatibility there's in the settings somewhere in there i forget where it is it might be under system i don't know but there's a cache reset which yeah. fixes what, all like of the that. xbox the, the 360 settings yeah. yes it's on the hard drive itself you hit there's an options button like if you if you drill into like storage under mm-hmm. under your main settings mm-hmm. it's on the hard you go to your hard drive itself hit i think y brought up the options yeah and there was a flush cache yeah but you, you, i don't know but why I, I had to that. do that to get forza horizon one working and then their connectivity wasn't good on it either. So I've, I've had a lot of issues with these games lately, but it's it's crazy that I still love them so much because like that's the thing is the core gameplay is awesome. Yep. In those. I mean, it's and, you know, the game looks phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's, it's it does. really a beautiful looking game. You know, it, it runs it runs basically at a solid 30 frames a second. I didn't even get all that hitching stuff that you had, mm-hmm. Chuck, with three you know, I didn't see any of that. And on PC, I mean, I have a recently upgraded system, which we'll get to later, but mm-hmm. I was able to set it 60 frames a second and it basically never dropped frames. Wow. And it has a scalable option in it. So you can set it to, <laughs> to back things down. But I didn't even do that. I was just like, no, let's see what this sucker could do. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just everything about the racing in those is awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's kind of one of those, if you only buy like, a couple games a year, 
this will keep you this will keep you you'll be good for quite yeah. a while yeah especially i mean we haven't even i i don't i haven't dug into any of the online no free roam stuff because that either sounds very much like what how we used to fuck around and burn out paradise yes yeah um we just haven't gotten into that yet yeah i mean well, Chuck, and I Chuck's think, been wrapping up his 31 and 31 on yeah, YouTube.com slash watercooler. But I've been playing a lot of Forza Horizon, and mm-hmm. like I don't know if this speaks to the amount of content in the game or what, but it takes forever to get to the point where everything is kind of unlocked. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. It takes oh, yeah. a long-ass time. Yeah, I've played a ton, and you're further than me. Like okay. I haven't even... like you, You're basically you're unlocking different three different festivals, mm-hmm. and I've only unlocked two of them. Okay. Apparently, Actually, the third four. Oh, there's four of them? Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, so, I yeah. think there's one more. So yeah. once you unlock the third one, that's also when you can join car clubs. Right. Well, you got to unlock it and then upgrade it. Yeah. Yeah. And so. then ours is NQMF, mm-hmm. if you want to join. Mm-hmm. I can't yet because <laughs> I like I don't like that they locked it that far off. Yeah. Like, it seems like, I and, and I've been playing a lot, and it seems like I'm not even, like, I still have to get to that third area. I've upgraded one of them twice and the other one once. Yeah, Forza 2, I think, was just like hit level 10 and, okay, yeah. now you know what it you're doing. It was pretty early on. Yeah. So I don't understand why they locked that away so far down the line. Yeah, I mean, I was, I'd was i played so much of it, like, I was texting you guys, like, when the hell does this unlock? Mm-hmm. Like, because I felt like I just, like, okay, I own everything. In it. Like, I'm fucking hotels on Boardwalk and Park Place. Mm-hmm. Let me join a club. <laughs> yeah. I'm rich. <laughs> I, I literally have, like... Three million credits in my account already. Like mm-hmm. I'm just stockpiling money because every time I get a, a wheel spin, I haven't gotten a car yet. I haven't either. It's just I always land on like seventy five grand and then it doubles, and so I just you know I'm getting tons of money that I don't really need. Yeah. But I, I had one where I landed on one thousand. <laughs> I was like, why don't you just fuck off, game? <laughs> I I don't want to talk about wheel spins. Then <laughs> it'll yeah. make you mad. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, cars, I'm level, I've, I've got a lot of cars. Okay. Yeah, I'm I've level, gotten three Horizon Edition cars. Yeah, le- level eighteen, and I have yet to win a car. Yeah, and you're higher than me, and you haven't won one yet. So, yep. Yeah. I actually I auctioned one of my Horizon editions because it, there's two different. There's a Viper and a G a four GT that give you credits boost. Mm-hmm. I don't like Vipers, never have. So they do the same bonus, and I was like. Mm-hmm. Put that fucker up on the auction house. Give me like four million credits. Yeah, I yeah. haven't seen if it closed yet or not, but you know, I bought the cheapest car I could on the auction house just to just, just to, to get an achievement for yeah. it. Oh, like, is there one for buying something off the auction house? Yeah, no. yeah. There's really one. I for, honestly, I, it's the first really, anything you do. They really I, I need it better. At, I haven't looked at an achievement list in so long. Mm-hmm. I, I know. I kind of like if I get them, I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. But I haven't like. I'm trying to like remember the last game where it was like I actually fired it up and said, mm-hmm. "All right, I, I need some more things to do in this. This might be the game eventually." Where it's like, yeah. "Oh, I didn't do that. Okay." These yeah. are always for me. Like whatever the cumulative things are, I'm like, "Okay, I will go find all your damn roads because I want that 20 points." Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, well, and in the other ones, like getting all the signs meant all your upgrades were free. Yes. Mm-hmm. And this one, the fast travel is the fast travel only to the the festival. Uh, no, there's points. a there's a um, skill unlock thing for 15 points that lets you fast travel anywhere like okay, so you basically it. have to level up 15 times in order to well, get no more than that i mean i'm saying like well the, yeah the skill okay. tree thing yeah. it's it's yeah. up at the top so but you've got to unlock all the other threes mm-hmm. and fours and fives well, and not all turn. of them i mean you yeah you well, enough a, to reach that yes. yeah to touch that square mm-hmm. with something yes touch the square <laughs> so yeah but but i mean you know you can, then you with your trick and anywhere yeah that that i'd uh i'd probably pay for that and at least they kept fast travel cheap. 
you know, oh, it's yeah. like it starts out at ten grand. Yeah, and, I'm already and, down like under five. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is way better than it was in some of the other ones where it was like, uh, you got to pay this. You got to pay a lot to get over here. Yeah, so. and they they took tokens out. Oh, that's right. There's none of that. Oh yeah, you Finally. can just buy a map. Yeah. So there's a treasure map, and what's the other thing? Horn but, accelerator. Oh, the horn accelerator. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> yeah, you, you, they have custom horns. I put a cowbell on mine, but I can never hear it yeah. over the engine noise. Yeah, I have the Mexican hat dance. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. Anyway, let's 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 we're not done driving, but let's move on from Forza. Okay. Well, let me just say. Okay. Uh-huh. That you know, as I, I still say that Burnout Paradise is my favorite racing game of all time. I agree. I that has not changged for me. Probably I can't see it changing because mm-hmm. that still now holds up as an amazing game. I, th- I think Forza Horizon 3 will be second. I just... It's... Uh, as much as I played 1 and 2, yep. and as much as I... I it, this is one of those games where I'm like, I really wish I was playing Forza Horizon 3 right now. Mm-hmm. And I could just see that happening for days and days and days going forward yeah. now, so... Mm-hmm. Yeah, this um, series is the only one that has captured some of the open world feel that yeah. Baron Island Paradise had. But yeah, it just speaks to me in a way. It was just like, I want to do everything yeah. in this. I, I just think Paradise is that lightning in a bottle that we're just never going to catch again mm-hmm. and it was just the combination of all of us playing it simultaneously along with just the way that game plays i yeah i mean i hope it happens again but this is definitely it feels as close as it's going to get this definitely has the sense of speed oh yeah that burnout has because you can hit that like oh that oh, really god, long I, highway yeah oh yeah because you can just hit that like oh god i'm getting twitchy and then you just freak out and then your car yeah. goes careening out of control but mm-hmm. yeah yeah so but anyway Yes. Talking about long highways. Yeah. You've been playing the crew. Well, what? I played a little bit of the crew. Okay. Yeah. I think that's all of us have played at some point a little bit of yeah. the crew. So if you if you own a PC and you don't, you know, you're not one of those people that's like Steam only or fuck off. Hey, that sounds like me. Well, Origin. Oh, right, right. Has been doing, it's been 30 years of Ubisoft. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or no, I'm sorry. I guess that would be Uplay. Yeah. Sorry, yeah, my bad. Uplay. You play. It's been thirty years of Ubisoft. I don't yeah. know how, but it has been, and so they've been giving away games and mm-hmm. decently calibered games. And one of the last ones was uh, the Crew. Mm-hmm. So I was like, "Yeah, I never really played that much. Let's let's fire this up." And it was like a week out from Forza, and I was like, "I could get in the mood of racing a little bit with this." Yeah, <sighs> I just. Man, I just I I'm, I don't know that I've ever had a racing game where like. 10 minutes in, I was like, I don't want any of this. Like, there's nothing in this that makes me want to do any of this. That game kind of fights you. It does. It fights against how you want to play a racing game. Yeah. And then it just, like, I I, I was trying to, like, remember to quantify it all, but it seemed like you have a whole long intro sequence where it's like, ah, your brother's killed and blah, 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 and go get revenge Mm -hmm. and all this stuff. And then, you know, it's just like, put me in the fucking car. You know, I've seen this a billion times. Right. And I seem to remember, like, it puts you in the car and it just constantly, like, freeze the game. Person calls up, screen p- tips pop up. And, like, it was just, it seemed like you had this long, drawn out intro. And then when it finally drops you in the car, you drive, like, three feet and it's like, pause. It's like, hey, you, you know, you can hit this button and go to a waypoint. I'm like, fuck you. Just let me drive. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like, I mean, yeah. it, it was, was kind of like, it yeah. was infuriating. It yeah, was like, like, here we are complaining about Forza Horizon, like, not giving you rivals and everything. But this is going, like, the other end of the pendulum yeah. where yeah. it's like, here's a bunch of story that you could not possibly care less about. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I actually didn't mind the story. It was just the constant like interfering with what you're doing at the moment, like the the constant like steering you back towards the story. Mm-hmm. When the the game has just has a fucking Ubisoft map of nine million icons on it, right. yeah. And if you go, and they're like drive all over our weirdly drawn yeah, USA. But it's like if you go fuck off to some carnival or something that you saw out of the corner of your eye, and you're like, I want to check that out. The game just starts screaming at you that you haven't caught your brother's killer yet or something, yeah. and it's just like. Let me do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It just like I said, it, I I did get very far in and just constant like not only just annoying me about it, but I, I seem to remember like in the very beginning, it just actually like hard froze and it's like, no, you will look at this tutorial. Yeah, and I'm like, just something about the finally getting in the car, and I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like you finally just open up the map and you're bugging me still. Yeah, like I have played video game. Fuck off. There yeah. needs to just be a button in every game that says, I have played game. <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, you know. Again. I want to say that's one of the things about Forza Horizon 3, all of them really, but Forza Horizon 3 in particular that I like, even though it does kind of run you through like events that you've probably done before because you've played a Forza mm-hmm. game before, the game does not teach you driving. Like there's not one moment in this game where it's like, now we're going to learn how to drift. The yeah. game is like, if you don't have dr- know how to drift, fuck you. Yeah, what are you doing? Here? <laughs> you are in the wrong place. Yeah, have you played a driving game? Yeah, yeah. like the, the, the driving stuff in Forza Horizon 3 is all like, you better know how to do this. You know, it, it's it's the events that it's constantly giving you a tutorial for, but mm-hmm. like actual making cargo, that's 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 all on you. Yeah, <laughs> make it happen. Yeah, friend. Yes. So I, yeah, so I, I don't have much to say on the crew. Okay. It was just like, I mean, it was like, yeah, I guess I could wait a few more days and just play Horizon Three because fuck this game, let's yeah. uninstall that. Yeah. Thank you, Ubisoft, for giving it to me for free, but <laughs> nah. Yeah, I, I guess that's when you have a game that's doing something similar. Yeah. But just better in literally every possible way. Yeah. Like, I love the idea of the crew that it's like, hey, here's a bunch of American cities and we've made it so like as you get out to the suburbs, it gets less populated, you know, and then eventually you're just in the open road mm-hmm. and then eventually you'll drive up to Miami and they'll be driving along the beach, you know, all that stuff. And it's like, that sounds really cool. Yeah, sure. But you've put up all these roadblocks to getting to that yeah. cool part of it. Yeah. And then apparently, like, the Wild Run stuff was a lot better than the original game. Yeah. But I don't know how you get to just doing that. You know, it seemed like the game I was like, no, that play was game. a paid expansion. Oh, no, I have it. Like, no, it was included it in the free thing. I'm yeah. just saying. Yeah. It, it's like, it seemed like it wanted you to play through, you know, somebody killed my brother, game, the game first before mm-hmm. I can go do. I, rem- I One of the first things I did after I got out of the tutorial region was I wound up in a Wild Run area and oh, just okay. thought, well, this is really odd. Because yeah. it was just like a construction zone like doing with stunt trucks. Yeah, with like with like bullseyes on everything and yeah. like cash money flying out of yep. cement mixers. And I like, had the exact same experience. <laughs> and I was like, I guess I can go to this icon. And yeah. then I was like, whoa, what am I doing here? <laughs> yes, Where'd my car go? Right. What is what is this? Yeah, there's yeah. another expansion for that coming. Yeah, they're 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 another big pack for that. Ubisoft is has strangely doubled down on like new stuff. They're like, no, we are going to we're going to make this a franchise whether so. you guys want it or not yeah, yeah just kind of like they're putting up giant stuff for the the division which i thought was kind of drying up pretty quickly apparently not yeah they're like dedicated to the new stuff oh, there and are people i mean any game like that that's that has a as quote unquote a hardcore system as the division has will mm-hmm. have the people that desperately cling to it yeah. forever mm-hmm. but i'm saying like the vast majority of people it just seems like it, it becomes not profitable like yeah you might have some hardcore fans like destiny like they're Still going strong with Destiny. Like, mm-hmm. it's like... Yeah, I mean, that. 
by all accounts, the new expansion isn't as good as Taken King was. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of, it feels like a stopgap way more than Taken King felt like, all right, we're fixing the game. Right. This one feels like, well, you like that, so here's more, but not as good. I just think the whole th- the whole thing about those kinds of games, it's so strange how they, they leave the zeitgeist of everyone's talking about it. That's why I never well, understand when Grand Theft Auto has more online content being added to it. I'm like, who the fuck is playing it? I don't hear oh, anyone talking about it. That but, is still huge. But considering making, Rockstar hasn't put out a game since then. I know. Because I know they're making so much fucking money. Billions, but it's like, I don't know a soul. who I, No one well, on my friends list. That's because it's moved to PC. Oh, okay. It, it yeah. is 100% a PC mod okay. go crazy that's world fair. now. Okay. And, and Twitch streaming and okay. all kinds of insanity. Well, and, and they seem to be one of the few ones that's doing it right because games are all about like especially those anything with any multiplayer content they've made it so it has to have some kind of stickiness that's that's like you're going to come back to this right like you need to play this every day even if you don't like playing it Mm -hmm. you're going to come back and the problem like that destiny and other ones have run into is like in the division is is like yeah we got the stickiness we got that right and then everyone because they're playing it every day they're like all right what else is there? Yeah. And there isn't anything else. Yeah. You know, it's not an MMO where it's like, oh, we got an expansion coming soon. You know, or like we can just add new content, right? You know, we can add new quests or whatever the hell you want, mm-hmm. you know? And it's kind of like they figured out the one part, but then they forgot, okay, you need a reason to get, make people come back or eventually they're just going to turn on it and be like, you know, people realize at some point they're like, this game's fucking bad. Yeah, you yeah. Know. Suddenly, you realize you're inside the scare box, and it's like, what have I been doing? Yeah, you know, like, I'm pushing buttons for pellets. Fuck <laughs> yeah. you. And it sounds like GTA, honestly, is one of them that's figured it out. They're like, all right, like every month or so, we're gonna put out a new batch of shit. Yeah, I and, just got and, a text the other day where it was just it was like one word. It just said bikes, and I yep. was like, what? <laughs> yeah, bikes. Huh? And I mean, I, I, and that you know, talking about Burnout Paradise earlier, mm-hmm. like Grand Theft Auto. Five, that's one that hit at the wrong time in my life. It hit a month before I got married, and then I sold my house and moved. And like it was every possible way to keep me away from that game happened. And mm-hmm. I, you know, and I remember playing stuff like um God, what was the Jets versus Bikes one? I forget the top fun mm-hmm. was one of the game modes. I don't know if that it's probably still in there somewhere, and they probably made an entire expansion out of it or whatever. Yeah. But like I remember those playing those and being like, man, why the fuck would I play any other game? Like I could just keep playing this. And that's, you know, and if that had hit at the right time, I probably would be like, you know, we'd have our fucking GTA five online, you know, corner Mm -hmm. every month and me going, yeah, man, check this shit out. (laughs) You know, just like dark souls. If I, if I hadn't tried playing it at that specific time Mm -hmm. where I kind of just didn't have any other games that were interesting me, you know, and I played that shit straight for like six months you know, where you guys like stop fucking talking about the game every month because we don't care. You know, I could see that happening, too. Mm. Yeah. But it's weird that so many people have figured out how to motivate people to keep coming back to the game, even when they're doing the same shit over and over, mm-hmm. which we'll get to in a little bit. Mm. Yeah, I, I I think the thing about <clears throat> I mean, not to keep harping on this, but like the GTA five thing, I, I, I think there's another component of it just because the um not only just like the editor for like in-game content, but like the editor for making clips is so robust Mm -hmm. that people play it just to experience the animated GIF YouTube clip phenomenon of GTA because random bugs can happen. Funny things can happen. Extraordinary things can happen where, you know, the car's flipping and misses the 
the thing that would have totally screwed up this thing by a, a millimeter. And it's like, holy mm-hmm. shit, look at this trick. Look, you know, because you can zoom in on like, oh, look how close I actually was to hitting the thing that would have fucked this all up. And, yeah. You know, the, well, and I mean, I remember people were doing like extreme selfies in the game. Yeah. I think BJ and Moon and Jess and all them, like they have, they still have screen caps of that stuff. Right. Yeah. Where they're like, we got to the craziest place here. Yeah, and then like we all took all the cars on a, on a plane's wing and yeah. take it, make the plane take off, you know? <laughs> right. Yeah. And then they're yes. taking pictures of themselves right. in yeah. that with the in game phone. Sure. You right. know, there's like, yeah. Yeah. They, they did it right. Clearly. Yeah. I'm saying there, there's just, there's a lot of, you know, Twitch happy, you know, internet meme t- happy things that can happen mm-hmm. in that game. So it's just, I think there's a there's a certain level of people playing. It's just like maybe this moment will happen today. I can become a YouTube star. You know, <laughs> yeah, or, well, good luck with that. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, mm-hmm. uh, no segue whatsoever. All but right. uh, they finally put out Dead Rising, Dead Rising Two, and Dead Rising Two off the record remastered editions on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Even though I guess Dead Rising Two had been on PC previously, but they re-released it or whatever i All think right. they just patched it to where it was like okay mm-hmm. here's the extra yeah. shine well, well i know like bioshock when they did that they gave you the remastered yeah. edition as a separate executable yes mm-hmm. so you had to re-download the game entirely but mm-hmm. yeah and that stuff looked pretty good though they took away a lot of the wetness which is strange for <laughs> bioshock but you know but i was i was just going through the museum part of that which mm. is pretty cool but i didn't go enough to even talk about that but okay but yeah dead rising yeah those are the same games like <laughs> just without the monumental load times that sucked in the originals and running That's at good. 60 frames a second, you know, but it's still, it's so weird how like my brain, what I, re- you know, and it's, this goes for so many games is my brain remembers that game differently than what that game is mm-hmm. in certain regards, like cutscenes. you know, you'll be talking to a person and they'll be talking back and all, doing all this stuff. And the character models look horrible because it's a game from 2006 mm-hmm. and they have like really creepy teeth and eyes and stuff. <laughs> But then when you get in the game and like you run up to somebody and talk to them and you hit A, A to talk, and it's a text box that pops up on screen. Mm-hmm. There's no dialogue. Oh. It's basically, it's it's like a, you know, point and click adventure oh, almost okay, where yeah. it's like, it, there's a box pops up says, yeah, man, you probably shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> you know, or, or I'll give you a call when I find, when I hear about more survivors in the mall, you know, mm-hmm. and it's written on the screen. Mm-hmm. And like my brain had remembered voice acting and stuff which i get which you know dead rising 3 obviously they're like okay we can't it's it's you know whenever that came out 2013 they're like it's 2013 we can't just put text boxes on the screen <laughs> right but dead rising 2 does it as well hmm. which i had forgotten too i was like man they they're still doing that they were sticking to that huh <laughs> wow yeah yeah but i've forgotten that too yeah but but that's it's it's very weird how that game straddles generations mm-hmm. like it feels it feels like a ps2 game but it also feels like a 360 game and it's, it's, I still love the whole like aesthetic and storyline of it. Like, I think they really, they did a great job with the setting of that one, especially the first one, which, you know, it's a lot of the hardcore people still basically where they're like, no, it, like Dead Rising 1, that's the one. And Dead Rising 2, I remember being like, all right, I got to get my daughter some Zombrex and get back to get her her shot before 7 a.m. or she's yeah. going to turn into a zombie and I lose the game. Yep. You know, they fixed that. I didn't, I, I had never played Dead Rising 2 off the record. Mm-hmm. They fixed that. Dead Rising 2 off the record is like, all right, Frank West is back and he apparently got super famous and then he blew all his money and everyone hates him now. And <laughs> like, you know, your first, you're still doing the same 
like when you start as Chuck Green in two, you're riding this motorcycle around that has like blades on the side. and You're just running around killing zombies mm -hmm. for points. This one is Frank West. They open it up and it's like almost the same cutscene with the guy announcing it, but he's talking shit at Frank West. And he's like, hey, remember Frank West? Yeah, nobody does. You know, it's just <laughs> like, but then you're in a wrestling ring killing zombies in a wrestling ring. Hmm. And Frank, and I, I just love that they made Frank like a fat old dude now. <laughs> like he's just like so pear-shaped. Like, like he's still got some muscle definition in his top half, mm -hmm. but he's just pear-shaped on the bottom and he just, People talk about how old he looks and they put him in a, you know, a friggin', you know, like Olympic wrestler thing, you know, with the one, the, yeah, yeah. the shoulder strap over one shoulder and all that. And he just looks ridiculous and they just commit to it with this guy <laughs> and it's, they just, they fixed so many things like Dead Rising 2. Like if you want to see why people like Dead Rising 1, mm -hmm. that might be the better place to go. Because there's still the sandbox mode there where it's like, all right, you can just wander around this crazy casino doing crazy shit and you're good. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have the time limit of having to track down this person or do that or take your Zombrex at 7 a.m. or any of that. But they also fixed the Zombrex problem that I had where you just you find it and Frank is the one who's infected. Okay, so it's just, just wherever it. you are. Okay. It's like, you know, once it hits 7 a.m., the little thing on the bottom left is going to start flashing at you. And there's an actually a timer that cut that drops down because you have to take it between seven and eight mm -hmm. and it's like don't miss your dose take it come on take it you know and it'll keep barking at you but at least you can be anywhere you want it's not like oh shit i'm on the other side of the goddamn casino <laughs> right and now i have to get back to give little katie her damn shot yeah you know they at least it's not that anymore mm -hmm. which was like my issue completely i mean the time limit stuff is still there it's still the fun game that it was for me but they took away that one thing where it's like, I have to stop what I'm doing and go back here. And, oh, well, I guess I'm going to fail all these missions that I had started because Katie needs a fucking Zombrex. <laughs> Whereas this one, you just press left on the, on the, you know, on the D pad. And it's like, all right, I injected my neck. I'm good. So case zero is not in there, is it? No. Okay. They didn't include that or case West. All right. Which I'm not understanding why. I mean, I know they were separate debt. You know, those were separate XBLA titles. Yeah. But they were also like these three games are not like one one big thing. Like, right. you know, it's three separate game icons in your apps and games thing. So why weren't there five? Yeah. Or just why didn't they just put them with, you know, put Case West with off the record and put Case Zero with Dead Rising 2? I mean, I wonder if it was because I'm pretty sure another studio did those. I wonder if they were coded differently and it just they didn't have the ease of bumping them up. Yeah, I'm not sure. But I know Dead Rising 2, like Case Zero, is probably almost the best way to sell somebody on the style yeah. of that game. Yeah. Because it's such a it's a small area. Mm -hmm. The time limits are still there. There's multiple paths you can take. I mean, that one was like it was almost like the perfect bite-sized chunk of that game yeah. that still felt satisfying to beat, but kind of gave you almost all the systems that were going to be in the game anyway. Mm -hmm. And it was like five bucks when it came out. Yeah. God, that was so good. I remember. Yeah. And I never played Case West, so I never got to do that one. Because by then I was like, I was kind of out of that mode because, yeah, when I got Dead Rising 2, they shipped me the wrong version. 
like they sent me the PS3 version oh, and right. I bought the collector's edition. Yeah. And then it took them a few days to get me the real one and I had to send the other one back. And by then I was just like, man, fuck Don't everything care. about that. Yeah. yeah. It's just like you were with Mass Effect 3. Mm-hmm. Where I was like, man, this has been such a fucking pain in the ass. I don't even know if I want to play this. Yep. You know? Yep. So. Well, you know, like Dead Rising 2 got weird because having two different versions of it and, you know, all these little offshoots and stuff mm-hmm. like that, it was like, if you're just coming into it, it's hard, almost hard to keep up with. Knowing yeah. like, okay, what, when do I play this? And is this a sequel? Is this part of, what is this? I mean, it, it was, they were just throwing Dead Rising 2 colon something out there for everything. Yeah, yeah it got really confusing. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I really think like off the record feels, you know, and I, I'd never beat 2, but two, but off the record feels like the sequel I kind of wanted, hmm. which I know is why they did it, because all the people like me that were like, man, bring back Frank West, yeah. all that, and, you know, Chuck Green, boo. Yeah. No one like that guy. Fuck that Chuck guy. Yeah. Yeah. But mm. but it, it wasn't just, it was more like the the stipulations they put on things where it's like, all right, you got to come back here and do this. Yeah. But, but it was just, it was weird to be reminded of how much my brain had filled in on that game and how much it actually was. Yeah. You know, because, I mean, you talk to these people in cutscenes, but then when you go to meet them in the game, they're just a text box. So... It's still I. I can still recommend them, even though I know like Dead Rising Three is clearly like the more accessible version of all that because mm-hmm. it's basically a big sandbox and it's got voice acting for everything and you still got the weapon combinations except they've gone completely nuts with them and mm-hmm. you know. But still, it's for twenty bucks. Those aren't bad. I'd I'd still say probably wait until they're on sale if you're really gonna do it. Which I know be. the three pack was 50 bucks, which I gladly paid for. Yeah. And it's nice to be able to play those with, without the colossal load times of the original and praying your Xbox didn't red ring. <laughs> right. Cause I know plenty of people that tried the seven day survivor thing, which is basically a 14 hours of <laughs> your health constantly ticking down and mm-hmm. not getting killed and having resources and all that shit. Yeah. I know plenty of people that attempted that, that red ringed in the middle of it because of original Xboxes. Yeah good times don't worry about that on your xbox one because this game certainly is not taxing the system <laughs> like uh like something like forza 3 would figured no hmm. so another game that's probably not taxing the system too much no and that's probably the best segue we're going to get uh pac-man championship edition 2 is you played out that i did i played some of that um hmm you're a big fan of Pac-Man Championship Edition. I love the hell out of Championship Edition. It's, it's pretty fucking I good. I love the hell out of Championship Edition DX. That's also pretty fucking good. I like Championship Edition DMX. Yeah? Personally, yeah. Okay. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he just does that the entire time. Yeah. As yeah, that's, that's... Every pellet. <laughs> <laughs> so I look at this the same way I look at Geometry Wars 3, where it's like, mm. okay, this is this is more of that thing. But the problem is, is that the last iteration of this was perfect. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's in this weird place of, I want more of it, but I understand you got to do something different. You can't just shit more of it out. You got to do something else. But the something else you're doing isn't really doing it for me. It's not clicking with me. It's the the game is fine. It's same as Geometry Wars 3 is fine. And would be great if the games before it didn't exist. Mm-hmm. I think they've hit, they hit such a high 
on those previous Pac-Man games. And on kind of a, a weird tangent from that, Pac-Man 256, which I think is a smart evolution of that game, mm-hmm. then you get to this, which is kind of the same thing, but then they've changed some stuff that doesn't make a lot of sense. Like, you bump into ghosts now, and, and you have to bump them like three times before they get mad and kill you. Mm. And they've done that because they've sped up the gameplay to the point where you are just whipping around a maze and there will be times that you literally don't know where you are. Like you were just kind of lucked out that you have found the path that the dots are on. So you're just kind of almost going on instinct. A little bit. Yeah, because like everything is whipping around the maze so fast that you were going to just bump into ghosts all the time. And so they had to come up with a way to not you just don't die all the time. So they came up with this thing where like you... You bump them and they are like, hey, and then if you leave them alone, they're like, okay, it's cool. But <laughs> if you just keep bumping into them, they're like, oh, hell no. Okay, mm-hmm. this is on now. Yeah, and then they chase you around the... You bump them and then they mutilate you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so it's it's a good game. It's fine. But it, it, it exists in the same universe that these other games exist in. And yeah, it's that weird catch 22 almost yeah. where you've got like, all right, we have to put out a sequel. It can't be more of the same. Yeah. We have to change something. Yeah. But what do we change? Right. You know, and how do we make a change that isn't detrimental? And and I'm not necessarily saying that they are. It's just some of them are so different. It's like, well, wait, this is like Pac-Man Championship Edition was basically what if it was Pac-Man in a rave? And that's all it was, really. Mm-hmm. You know, and now it's like, what if it was Pac-Man in a rave but you don't know the rules. <laughs> and it's like, wait, now I'm lost. Now I'm on some sort of drug and I need someone to come get me and take me home. I don't understand. It's, I don't know. There's just a lot of changes to it. It doesn't feel, it doesn't feel right. There's something about it that just doesn't feel right. But again, that's because those other games exist and set such a high standard. So, yeah. you know, it was, I mean, you know, I think it was like 12 bucks when it came out. Mm-hmm. So I don't regret it and I'm going to yeah. play more of it, but it just seems like, oh, this is not, this isn't scratching the itch. Yeah, man. This I think about like Geometry Wars and Geometry Wars 2 and how much I played. Yep. And just like you said, like that third one is just kind of like, eh. Yeah. You, you know, And you almost get a feeling like, I think I'm over this. Yes. Like, I think I did everything I wanted to do yeah. already. It's like Rock Band 4. Yeah, way. it's like you know what, kind of already. I'm good here. Yeah, you just not I mean, doing it for me. With four, the only argument I have for that is like you can't do it on this system. You couldn't do it before this. Yes. Whereas like Pac-Man Championship, I think they put the other ones out. They're they're backwards. Uh, yeah, on backwards yeah. compatibility, which is like yes, I mean, but yeah, it's a shame. I mean, I know they had to do something, and I don't know what you could tell them to do to just mm-hmm. like make more of that. And they were like, okay, and we're going to do this. And mm-hmm. it's like, eh. Yeah, and it's easy to armchair. Oh, well, they should have done this, you know, but. Yeah. There does come a point where you're like, well, what if you, what if you did perfect it? <laughs> like, what if you figured it out already? Yeah. You know, and of course, if you just put out more maps, people would be like, they didn't change anything. Just put out more maps. Yeah. Should have been on the discs. Yeah. It should have been a map pack. There's, there's no way to determine exactly which way it could have gone that it would have been successful because mm-hmm. i'm sure there were probably two paths in development and one was just basically like well what if we just design more maps mm-hmm. just more places and we'll do the same music and everything go yeah. i think a lot of people would have been okay with that but a lot of people would have been like this is the same goddamn game yeah and i think a lot of people had that complaint like peggle too yeah they're like yeah you just 
you gave us more Peggle. Mm-hmm. I guess that's cool. Yeah, there's you know. more characters that give you different bonuses, but otherwise, yeah, same game. But yeah. otherwise, they took it. That one feels like one they took it as safe as they possibly could. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know. I mean, may, maybe someone, like you said, maybe someone who hasn't played any of the other Pac-Man Championship editions would play this and be like, "Man, this game's fucking great." Mm-hmm. It's possible. I mean, I I know there were people who played Pac-Man Two Fifty Six that had not played Championship Edition or DX and thought those thought Two Fifty Six was great. Mm-hmm. Um. Because that is just so different. Like, the rule set is so different in that. Well, it's just, it's really smart to make Pac-Man an endless runner. Absolutely. You know? This this just kind of feels like, yeah, I, I don't know what you guys could have done either. Mm-hmm. Nice try. <laughs> <laughs> Buck up, yeah. guys. You maybe, you got glory Chuck, will come back for three. <laughs> you got Chuck's money, at least. Yeah, yeah you did. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we want to take a break. Okay. Yes. Welcome back, second half. Hey. Hey. Still. Still here. <laughs> still. Still. Right. Yeah, still motherfucking still. video game podcast. Oh, y- y'all, y- y- y'all know we. Yeah. Still the same old us. I don't know. I can't rhyme that. All no. right. Then don't. I won't. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Guess what I'm going to talk about? Video games. Hitman. Oh. Oh, Ted Hitman. Yeah, Ted Hitman. <laughs> the uh, they put out the Colorado level, which is uh, in the USA episode five uh-huh. of six. They're approaching the season finale. Oh dear! More like High Man. It's I don't know. It's Colorado. It's it is legal or something. Yeah, <laughs> sure. Yeah, this one. Uh, this one's been a bit different than the other ones. Um, I gotta admit, I don't like it as much because it is more of like your traditional. Like, all right, I'm in, you're, you're basically, a militia has taken up residence on an apricot farm, mm-hmm. and it's kind of like, there are no casual people in this level. It's all dudes that can kill you. Okay. Which kind of, you know, you got your, the explosives teams and is in one part, you know, the, the security detail of the main house is on the other part, and there are four targets to take down. You know, as, as well as perimeter guards, all that. There's just there's a bunch of stuff going on, and it's it's one that's very like it's not about blending in at all. Almost, it's more like, all right, I need this disguise here, I need this disguise here, and I need this disguise here. And there's always going to be a couple guys that are going to see through it regardless. Mm-hmm. So it it just wasn't as much fun. And it wasn't as much of the clockwork thing that some of the other ones were, even though like once you put the the opportunity, as they call them, which is like, you know, following a sequence of events that sets up. All right. Here's how I'm going to fucking murder this guy in a cool way. Mm -hmm. Like getting to that part kind of works sometimes, but it just doesn't as much as some of the other ones have, you know, and there just doesn't feel like there's as much variation on. All right. I can do this crazy shit to kill this guy. 
you know, like in the Paris level or the Sapienza level, there are like a dozen ways to take out the target and mm. like to get a weird sequence of events that leads to you taking out that target as opposed to this one where it's kind of like a one lady. I honestly think that there's only like, you know, as far as like storyline ways to lure her away from her guards, there's only like one way to do it. I don't think there's a way to get to her aside from like, all right, I killed both her guards and then shot her, Hmm. you know, there's, and this one, like as soon as you break cover, you're fucked because everybody's armed with a machine gun. Right. So, but there is a, a scarecrow that you can end up disguising yourself as, which is fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. How? It's it, Colorado, man. Yeah, scarecrow. You just hang out there and wait for them to walk past you. <laughs> yes. Okay. But you also you also can hop off the thing and like go around and find other posts where there were scarecrows and hop on those. <laughs> it's uh and it's just I love running around as the scarecrow because you just look like the biggest asshole. And that's I, I think that's part of what I love about that game is like there are so many scenarios where, you know, like the vampire magician stuff and all that where mm-hmm. you're just like, I look like an asshole and I'm murdering everything. <laughs> OK. Yeah. Huh. But this one threw me a curve because I I got the fourth target, which was it like my timing? I had spent so much time on the other three targets that this guy was in like his sequence of events that was kind of. I couldn't, I couldn't do the opportunity the way that the game wanted me to because mm-hmm. I was too late and the guy was already like, like the room I snuck into, like he was already on his way there and I couldn't do anything that wouldn't cause guards to go nuts. So eventually I was just like, all right, well, I'm just going to fucking shoot this guy in the head as soon as he walks through the door after reloading like three or four times. And I did that and I'm like, all right, now I'm going for the exit. And it's like, all right, get into the basement of the place and look for information i'm like no i killed everybody like like no i'm supposed to leave now i'm the hitman my job's done <laughs> i'm the hitman yeah. <laughs> don't you know me yeah. <laughs> i mean i'm kind of on. a big deal <laughs> exactly i'm like i hit all the men and some of the women and they're dead now right? so i can go and it's like no get in the basement so i get down to the basement and it's just like oh remember that guy you blew up you need his face scanned to get in this room. And I'm like, you motherfuckers, what? And they don't tell you like how you're supposed to do that. So I went back to the place where I blew him up, mm-hmm. but I forgot that as soon as guys die, like hit, being Hitman universe, you know, where every room has a box the size of a human that you can stuff a body in <laughs> for one. Yeah. Two, as soon as someone dies, somebody has a body bag handy and throws them in and drags the body bag <laughs> off. So I can't go get, Sean Young's body to go scan his face <laughs> to get into the wall. Eventually, I had to look up that there's a 3D printer upstairs that happens to be set to print his face in particular. <laughs> so I had to go upstairs, sneak upstairs, get to the 3D printer, disca- distract the hackers that are hacking away in the room doing hacker stuff. In wait, their- uh, wait I'm- <laughs> and 3D print a man's face that can then be scanned by the super biometric thing to get into the hidden room okay. in the basement. Uh, um, yeah. Was this like a holiday party scenario where he was like scanning his face <laughs> when he was I, drunk on the copy machine for some I d- reason? I don't know. Like, I didn't. Like, I. <laughs> He's like, yeah, I'll I, watch this. I'm going to 3D scan my face. I've only played through the level like uh, I've only. Yeah, I've only played through the mission like a time and a half. Like I, I haven't like done the deep dives that I've done on some of the other ones where, you know, you hear over here side conversations. And that's the thing is like they're all militia guys. So there's no like just 
dumb, stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. There's, I mean, there are some cool references where they mention people that you've, that have been part of earlier missions, you know, and they're like, oh yeah, well we were tasked to take him out, but somebody got there first. And it's like, that was me. I was the hitman. <laughs> I killed that guy, you know, but they, there's some of that, but there's not that flavor that so many of the other levels have where it's just random people walking around, like having their own little storyline while, you know, you're Ted hitman running around murdering people. Mm-hmm. So there's none of that, but yeah, I, I don't know why the man had a 3D printing, why why his face was already loaded into the 3D printer. I have not discovered that part yet. Yeah, so I, I guess I need to disguise as a hacker and hang out up there. Mildly dodgy. I don't know. Just don't yeah. know why that would be there. I, yeah, I don't know either. But yeah, that was the only way to complete the mission was I mean, to get well, the 3D printed. Apparently there is a, a, not an achievement, but one of like the, the uh, challenges in the game is to get that guy's body down to the basement to scan the face. And just put his dead face in yes. the scan. Okay. Yes. Okay. All right. That's one of the challenges, but I, I was like, I, I don't know how the fuck you do that unless you lure that guy down to the basement and that's where you kill him. Because that, like, you can't do anything in that level without somebody spotting you doing it. Hmm. Maybe you have to be a scarecrow. I don't know. I mean, sense. I've never owned a 3D printer or a, a scanning technology, so I can't, I can't speak that I wouldn't immediately scan my face <laughs> for some strange reason. Yeah. You know it would end up like NBA 2K version. Uh, of oh, yes. Like just a horrifying visage. Sure, sure. But, <laughs> but yeah, th- this, I still enjoy the game, but this is, it, it, this is kind of down there with Marrakesh as far as like the episodes go where I'm like, eh, I'm not, I don't see myself just constantly replaying this one because I feel like I did most of what I could mm-hmm. in one run and it just didn't seem like there were, op- there were ways to you know, branch the path off to do some weird stuff otherwise. Oh, is this the last of this season? There's one more. Okay. Set in Japan. Ooh. So. That should be big. I would hope so. <laughs> but it'll be, it, it, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to another season because that game's great. All right. You want me to speak into games that aren't so great? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, well, should I just take that segue? Yeah. Ooh, all right. Yeah, shame BJ's not here to defend its honor, but Chuck, you played some No Man's Sky. I did. I cracked it open last night. Yeah, finally, after finishing your 31 and 31 series yeah. at hey, youtube.com slash watercooler. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that is right. Um, yeah, I had pretty much ignored all the stuff about that game. Wow. For two months, you ignored it. Two months. Yeah, I, I didn't listen to, to last month's episode, so I don't know what you guys said about it. Um, I it, just in talking to some of you, I know that uh, you haven't been as high on it as people were high on it before it came out. I'll say um, BJ is the only one who remained high on it. OK, he is still playing it. He is still making his journey to the center of the universe. That is nice. <laughs> That's yeah. good to know. Um, so let's see. What can I say that probably hasn't been said? I I don't think I like it. I don't think I'm having a good time playing it. I can tell you this. Okay. I've tried to play it five or six times mm-hmm. since the last episode. Mm-hmm. And every time that game feels worse than it did the time <laughs> before. I mean, it seems like... The the events in the game seem like they should be fun. Crash landing on a weird planet, trying to put a bunch of stuff back together to get your ship going, searching around the planet to these weird artifacts and, and 
you know, ab- abandoned ruins or mm-hmm. just things hanging out on this planet that dudes are sitting in with robot faces who will trade you something if you can mm-hmm. figure out their dumb language. But it, it's everything about it just seems like it's fighting, fighting the fun. And it just it seems like this is like some sort of menu driven thing where everything else is just kind of happening just because. But everything you're doing involves getting into the janky ass menus and then good luck figuring out in there what you're supposed to be doing, because every button seems to have different meanings at different times. And I I don't know why I understand certain things have more or less inventory slots than other things. But like, why are they all janky and like not in an order? You know, Mm -hmm. like if if my suit has eight slots, why are they not just two rows of four instead of like, here's three up here. There's nothing over here. That'll never be a thing. Now you have three over here in this row and two down here and one down here. I know like the the weapon, not the weapons, but the mining tool. Mm -hmm. It's roughly the shape of the tool. Okay, And it matters where you put upgrades. All right. So like if they're touching, you know, if like like on your person, if Mm -hmm. you have a jetpack upgrade, if you have a different type of jetpack upgrade, if it's touching, it has more capability of being better Mm -hmm. than if one's over way on the left and the other one's way on the right and they're not combined so i think it has something to do with that as far as like all right so you don't just stack big cubes of all right all these go together and then all this goes together and then once you've committed them to a slot you can't ever move it without destroying that component you know it's i understand why they did that but yeah i i'm with you the menus in this game the inventory management, all of it is shit. It's just, it's bad. And that's the primary part of the game. Yeah. It well, just, it, your inventory is the game. It, it strikes me as a game where they, either they think what you're doing is more fun than it is, and mm-hmm. that that would sustain people to keep going, or they just knew that it wasn't that much fun, but figured we've got a billion of it so maybe people will like it eventually i don't know i, I like i don't I, I i just know that i don't have any fun playing it and the the exploration part as far as like wow i'm going to find this new place and it's going to be awesome and then i'm going to do the exact same shit i've been doing again yeah i mean and there's... then i'm going to go to a new system and i'm going to do the exact same shit i've been doing again yeah, I mean, like, when I went to my second planet, I was like, wow, this planet is really kind of no different than the other one, except these dog creatures have horns and the mm-hmm. other dog creatures on the other planet didn't. But then, like, the third planet I went to was, like, all underground caves that were filled with plutonium, and I was like, this planet's dope. I love this planet, but it was just me running around shooting plutonium and absorbing it into my face or whatever the hell yep. you're doing. And then filling up your inventory and yeah. having to go back to your ship. And I was just like, well, okay, now what? You know, and there is no now what okay. that's the thing about No Man's Sky. There is no now what. Yeah. And that's why that game feels worse every time I play it is because no matter what I do, it's progress. But it's like, is it like, is it really? <laughs> progress? <Am> I, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is this getting me anywhere? I, it, I mean, I see the meters go up and I'm like, OK, but it's like so. You know, I I know seven words of this alien language, so I'm waiting yeah. for him to say cucumber. I guess it Maybe feels he'll like say cucumber. Like, like, <laughs> like they haven't figured out that exploration on its own doesn't mean anything yeah. unless you're finding something. 
And I feel like that game is never letting you find anything. It's it's not it's nice to have 45 quadrillion planets built and all this because of your procedural generation. Mm-hmm. But there's no curation. There's no feel like, oh, well, you here's the awesome stuff at some point. Yeah. It it never feels like that. And I thought maybe like, okay, because I had noticed animals running around and I was like, well, I should there's got to be something to do there. And eventually mm-hmm. I figured out how to scan them. Yeah. Uh, eventually, I say. Because the game does not tell you shit. Nope. Um, but BJ will tell you at some point a pop-up told you how to do that. I don't know. The, the, I never got the it. The pop-ups so. are, are usually stuck on one thing that don't ever change. Yep. But there's no joy in that. It's like you scan a creature and it's like, here's a Mitzelplik Z- Z- Zanzibar. And you're like, okay. <laughs> and then it's like... Yeah, you can name it Harambe now. Uh, yeah. And it's like, it's passive. And I'm like, oh, is it? All right. Let me walk up to it. And it just, just runs away screaming. And I'm like, well, that... This sucks. I mean, you know... Can, <laughs> There, there's there's no joy in anything I've done yet. And it just... There's no consistency over the menus and what you're doing and what you're hitting to do what. Um, I hate the way that when you're moving around a menu, the menu will move out of the way. Mm-hmm. Like, I should be yeah. moving the cursor around the screen. I shouldn't be moving the screen around the cursor. Yeah. Like, if I want to see a top inventory slot and I've got something over here in the lower right-hand corner to look at, why is the screen moving? Why is that... That's a dumb style choice. Well, I think. I think it's supposed to be like a pop-up HUD thing. Maybe. But yeah. I just, I don't know. I'm. I was hoping for some joy in this, some some sense of awe. And after like the initial like, okay, this is cool. My first thought was, wow, I'm moving really slow. Wow, the thing I need is way over there. Do I really have to run or walk at it for two minutes to get the thing? I guess I do. Or you could hop in your ship and use up a quarter of your plutonium to get there. And yeah. Then, yeah. And then it's like you build a bunch of stuff and finally you you unlock the ability to sprint and sprinting isn't even much faster than you're walking. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just yeah. it feels like a bummer to me. And and that's I, I'm, I'm aware that the world also thinks the game is a bummer, but I didn't soak any of that in. And I don't hate I'm not mad at it for reasons that everyone else is mad at it. Like oh, they yeah. lied and they, we, I can't play with my friends and Man. I don't give a shit about any of that. Yeah. I just want to have fun. And this so far is not fun. Yeah, I, I, I hit a point. I I played this a lot, probably second only to BJ's first time. Mm-hmm. I mean, amongst us, mm-hmm. all people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was never really getting a good sense. I mean, other than the number, which I mean, unless you have a pen and a pad and you're like, writing down the number changing when you warp and hit black holes. I never really felt like I was making progress towards the center to the point that like, I kind of officially like let it go and let it go and not play it for a while that I was like, I don't, I feel, I feel increasingly disinclined to come back to this game mm-hmm. to the, to the point that I was like, should I? And like, and I'm not the kind of person I was like, fuck it. I'm going to read what happens when you get to the center. Yep. And I made the right decision. <laughs> yeah. I made uh, the Do we I, want to issue a spoiler warning of what it is? Sure. Spoiler warning. This is what happens when you get to the center. Yeah. Just jump ahead 30 seconds if you don't want to know. You start over. Yep. Exactly. Like not new game plus, not anything. You start the fuck over. That's your reward. Gross. Yeah, that, that kind of sums up the entirety of it, is it's like... Yeah, Sisyphean. <laughs> well, yeah. 
it's mm. it's exploration with like no destination. And you know what? Road trips are fun, <laughs> but not if nothing's happening along the way. Well, if like you got to grandma's house and suddenly like you blink your eyes and you're back in your fucking driveway, yeah, I right. think you'd be yeah. pretty upset and you'd be like, I'm fuck this road trip fuck everything yeah. fuck yeah. my car <laughs> yeah. fuck the people that but, were in the car but honestly like fuck the people who are so angry at hello games about all this like yeah. like like I mean, really honestly no video game is advertised faithfully right like they really aren't advertisements job is to present something in its best possible light and people are looking at a four-year-old video of being like this is what we want it to be and, you know, them saying, well, we want it. We It would be nice to have multiplayer. You know, it'd be cool to be able to do this. But, like, the rage and the toxicity that's in that, like, the Reddit No Man's Sky thing is just like, they're like, why hasn't Sean Murray said anything yet? And it's like, would you? Like, I'd be like, man, there's a fucking bunch of crazy people out there. Let's just put our heads down and put out an expansion that might actually add something that there is to do in this game. Yeah. And then when it's time, you know what? When it's time to announce that, and they probably got to put it out for free at this point because there's, I don't see a way that they could charge for it without the internet finding their houses and burning them down. (laughs) You know, I mean, but you say, here you go. We're putting out, it's got this, 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 and this, and it's free. Shut the fuck up. I mean, I hope that's what's happening, but like to act like your $60 was you know, you you sold your house to be able to play No Man's Sky and now it's gone and someone's got to pay. Someone needs to, like, I need revenge for this. Right. Fuck off. Like, really? Like, yeah, I mean, everyone's kind of at fault here from what it sounds mm-hmm. like in that it was, it was not represented properly in a lot of circles by a lot of people, but it was also not represented at all. It was just kind of like, look at the thing. And yeah. everyone was like, in their minds, went to a place yeah, of, everybody built oh, that's going to be this thing. And no one ever said it was going to be that thing. But because people made it up in their minds, they are now angry. And it's like, yeah. you're almost as much right. of a responsible yeah. party in this as they are. I, I mean, I, I'm honestly only angry at the time that I've spent. That's that's the mm-hmm. only thing I'm angry about is like, I'm like, I'd kind of wish I could just go back and take those hours back and put them to something else. Yeah. Like, to a, to a certain degree. I mean, I, I feel like five, maybe ten hours of my life could have played No Man's Sky and been like, cool. But yeah, now that I'm at like the 30 or 40 range, the point I hit. I'm kind of like, you know, 30, 40, 50, whatever the fuck I am. It's like, I'm kind of like, yeah, I wish I had at least 20 of those hours back, probably, give or take. Yeah. Well, mate, if you can afford a console that can play that game or a PC that can play that game, $60 isn't that much money. Yeah. It really, like spend your time better like like like, there's no point getting that angry over sixty dollars there really isn't and i'm sorry i mean and i know a lot of people are gonna be like no sixty dollars is a lot of money for a thing if you can afford a console sixty dollars isn't that much money you're not that poor poor is not being able to even have the money to afford a console or anything right that's poor you're not poor if you can afford any of this stuff you need to let it go. Well, you're already doing okay. I, I look at it like this: like if it helps you, this is how I always justify things. Figure out what your projected cost per hour of fun should be, mm-hmm. and this breaks down to movies. So you can get you can get upset if a movie costs you fifteen dollars and it's ninety minutes and it sucks and that didn't meet your quota of fun. Okay, you can get upset, not that mm-hmm. upset because of fifteen fucking dollars. 
but a game like if you're going to get upset at a game for costing $60, make it something like the force unleashed two, which is like three hours long and an hour yeah. and a half of it is backtracking. Right. Yep. That's the kind of game you need to be angry at because you've just spent that's $20 an hour for shit. Yeah. yeah for like yeah. for 90 minutes worth of content, essentially. I I'm consistently amazed by, and, and I think this is just people who live to be toxic than anything else, but like everyone acts like, Oh no, my $60 is gone. What do I do? It's like, you can get most of that back through various different means and well not if you bought it digitally which a lot of no not if you bought it digitally but you should know that by now if you buy things digitally you have paid for it and it's gone Mm, and you will never see another penny from that investment but if you have any doubts about video games ever and my god you should have doubts about every video game ever then you should know that you have avenues to take that you can dump a game yeah you know well i mean this this to me, this circles back a little bit to the promise of both consoles mm-hmm. that they haven't fully delivered on, which was every game is demo demoable by oh, right. playing like the first hour or whatever, mm-hmm. 10 minutes of it, yeah. and then clicking by and continuing on because, you know, you should be able to do that. You mm-hmm. should like, like if you want me to 100% give you my money that this game can never be sold again, yep. let me do that. Like, let me try the game because I'm... I, yeah, but like there's it's, this feels kind of like a, a fucking shell game sometimes of like oh, buy, sure. the, buy the game buy the game buy the game do you like it no but, but oh, yeah you lost sorry yeah there's your mm-hmm. sixty dollars buy yeah it's like well I didn't even know what I was really doing like <laughs> yeah I just I, sat down at the craps table and I and saw dice rolling and I don't what does that mean they they clearly know that and you can you can speci- you can drill it down specifically to this game but it's most games that. Like just my opinion of No Man's Sky after playing an hour, I would have been like, "No, I'm, right. I'm sorry, no, and mm-hmm. oh." Whereas, you know, I bought it, mm-hmm. so yeah. that's they're looking at that like, "Well, why would we give someone an hour free just for them to say no when they could just blind buy it and we get that money?" So there well, we yeah, go. Yeah, and and honestly, if your gaming dollar is that important to you, don't be pre-ordering things. Yeah, right. you can wait a week. You yeah. can see what people are saying. It's not. Yeah. Well, I, like I said, it, it's I, I think there's a there's a level of blame on both sides. Neither of them is, are as severe as either side will claim that they are right. mm-hmm. in that. I think some people have some just some slight justifiable outrage to have a thing, you know, be have it be so mysterious and then be what it ends up. You know, mm-hmm. like I said, there, there's things to be. It's not quite the the level of lying of something like uh, whatever alien uh, yeah 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 whatever the gearbox thing was yeah. you know like so there's uh, not quite colonial marines yeah I'm just saying there, there's not that level of it no. but I mean there's still like it still feels like there's some slight misrepresentation of the game and also like I said the fact that everyone was so hyped for this game that they all went charging in blindly that you need to make it available to try in some sort of way like don't yeah. be it feels very disingenuous to not provide a demo or some way or, or more details on your game and just kind of spring it. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like we're confident. we it feels like we're hundred percent confident on the, this, but then, then it's like you play it and you're like, you were kind of fucking trying to dupe us all. Weren't you like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, you know, if you're super confident about it, like let people try a little bit of it. Well, yeah. And, well, and there's also, there's plenty of shit on steam that, justifies refunds justifies people being angry about sure being misrepresented that sort of stuff like this one i feel is not it like this is way down the list yeah of like just egregious shit that's even some of it that's showing up on 
on PlayStation on Sony's store where they're like, yeah, they took all the assets from all these other games and they put them together and jambled and made this game. Mm-hmm. And it's like, so they stole assets from all these other games and are able to put their shit on the store. Like that's the stuff people should be like, no, fuck you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, not, yeah. not, yeah. well, they showed dinosaurs that looked real and there were a whole bunch on the same planet. And now they're not. <laughs> it's just a little rock yeah, well, thing. Yeah. I mean, the yeah. whole, like, I've played it for 60 hours and I want a refund. You can all go fuck yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, you know, for like, real. I mean, if, if, if you're so dumb and you were just continuing on past an hour, not, you know, just pushing the buttons or whatever, and you didn't, like, stop yourself, that's your own fault. You yeah. know, like, I mean, I will say No Man's Sky gives you a pretty decent idea of what it's going to be all about in the first, it, within the Steam refund time. Mm-hmm. Oh, you, yeah. You might, you know, you might have that hope that I had where it was like, this might be going somewhere until I looked it up and went, wow, this goes fucking nowhere. Yeah. Um, but I'm not looking for a refund. I'm not that angry. You know, I'm like, yeah, well, that sucks. Like, well, like I said, I'm more angry at my wasted time. Yeah. And, and just like one last thing about the game itself, and this might be a strange parallel to make, but I don't necessarily think it is like the mining stuff in mass effect was just a globe and you running mm-hmm. a scanner along it, looking for stuff. And I did that obsessively. I loved mm-hmm. that for some reason, even though it was barely a thing. There was a reward for it. I Yeah, but it felt like I was doing something. And No Man's Sky feels like maybe you should be collecting stuff for some sort of greater good, some sort of like, I'm funneling all my plutonium to the Galactic Federation of some shit. Mm-hmm. And it, instead, you're just like, no, man, I <laughs> no man. Uh, I, I can take off if I buy this. Yeah. It's like if I if I drill into this rock enough, then I can buy a sheet of plasma to put on my spaceship that has a hole yeah. in it. I, I, I think because I landed like an idiot. <laughs> I think beyond the kind of the hopeless rock up the hill thing that this hole gives you is like if you play by its systems, it still punishes you. Yeah. Like there are, there are bugs and weirdness about it that still punish you. Like, like how, if you're mining a big column of whatever thing, if you try to go below ground level, it's like, now nah, it's going to break apart, but it ain't going to give you shit. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that's fucked. I mean, it's like, I shouldn't have to like go, mm-hmm. well, this, I understand that this rock can float in the sky for some unknown reason, but if I shoot at it and I'm, I hit this part. It's solid, even though it looks exactly the same as the other, and it's not ever going to break. It's there's just a lot of dumb shit, you know, to to work around to try to play mm-hmm. it legitly. And is there a reason, like when you're blowing stuff apart, that it will flip over to some sort of wireframe grid-looking thing? And then, well, if you do the scanner, it does that. No, I mean, like while you're just blasting it, it just becomes yeah. like this weird, like every once in a while, pre-programming. Oh all the textures vanish. Mm-hmm. Okay. I didn't know if there was like some real in world nope. reason for that, or if it's just the game is bugged. Just glitchiness. Okay. Yeah. I will probably give it a little more time, but I'm quickly approaching the point where I'm just like, you know what? Yeah. No, I will fire yeah. up elite dangerous or something like that. Well, at least you have it on a disc. You can get some money. Yeah. Back. That's the, exactly why I did it that way. Cause I was like, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. I should sell mine. I should just give up and, go there yeah so yeah because like, I, like I forever said, it doesn't get any better <laughs> all right then <laughs> if it doesn't sorry get any dude better, yeah it really doesn't yeah yeah i mean I, I am tempted to hang on to it just to see if like they come out with some sort of like we've totally cha- you know like how dynasty right. or dynasty <laughs> destiny just like revamped the whole game i still don't give a shit about destiny but yeah they did basically revamp all the shit and then everyone said it's good now so you know i'd like to see if that happens but mm-hmm. 
I think I'll just maybe wait for it to be a PS Plus game. Yeah, if that, I don't know if that'll ever happen. Yeah, probably not for a long yeah. time. Still don't have knack, so <laughs> <laughs> they have a knack for not giving us that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, <laughs> moving on. Yes, uh, Pinball FX Two. Hey, they put out some more tables. What? More Marvel tables, no less. What? Making them their five hundred forty eighth and five hundred forty ninth Marvel tables That's in Pinball FX Two. That's it's no close. <laughs> okay. It's close. There's a lot of Marvel. Tables. So they're digging deep. Who are the heroes this time? Uh the uh, there's a table called A Force, which is uh, Black Widow. It's basically a Black Widow table, but uh-huh. she's also um, it's it's. Does that have, like Mockingbird or? I I didn't get too far oh, okay. into it, I, I mean, but I was it's, it's, it's like basically like she like ends up in an alternate reality where half of it with uh, it's Madame Mask from from uh, Hydra like they're going real deep in the comics like this is like if, if you're not following current comics you're not going to know shit about anything that's going on on these tables okay but um I thought A-Force was like the Canadian X-Men no that was Alpha Flight mm-hmm. <laughs> I was so close yeah you I were almost so close, knew something but no A-Force it's kind of like <laughs> Avengers X-Force. Force yeah X-Force was All right. but All anyway right. um <laughs> basically she and Madame Mask are fighting over the Cosmic Cube and it creates a reality where Half of New York is like Soviet and the other half is United States. <laughs> sure. So the left side of the table is like United States and the right side of the table is like Soviet. Mm-hmm. Should so, be the other way around, man. Yeah. United States is always right. Yeah, well. <laughs> Sorry. They didn't do it that oh, way. Okay. Get out. But yeah, you um it's an all right table. It it except when it's left. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I get it. Yeah. I mean it's it's okay. It's not my favorite it's one of those where it feels like you're you got to do a lot of setup to unlock modes that are gonna make things interesting yeah but uh it also like one of the few modes that i did activate was the old oh these two heroes are fighting hit this ramp to help power up yours but don't hit the other ones to power up this and i just uh, they use that gimmick way too often mm-hmm. in all the Marvel tables. And it's one of those like, come on guys. Like yeah. I, you've done this before. You've done this enough times. Like you need to, I know you've got like a dozen modes and I probably just happened on that one, but it's kind of like, just stop that. Yeah. That's the one thing about the Thor table that I would always do is launch that mode and then mm-hmm. hit the ramp enough times to do that. That's the only thing I yeah. do on the Thor table. Yeah. And then get it wrong. Yep. Yeah. But I had like a, U.S. Black Widow fighting Soviet Black Widow, who's like, who is this imposter? And, mm-hmm. you know, that's, it's kind of, it. like, they do some fun She's stuff. French? Like that. Yeah. Who is this imposter? Yeah, this? <laughs> that, that was my Russian, sorry. <laughs> Pretty Soviet. good. Not the Black good. Widow. Yeah, never been to Russia, so I can't, can't do it well enough, comrade. But, uh, but yeah. Oh, uh, yes, comrade. Yes, in Soviet Russia, comrade is you. I don't know. Road forks you. Yeah. But, uh, the table I liked much better is a table called the Champions Table, in which Ms. Marvel, which is uh, currently Kamala Khan, in the, and she's basically like Mr. Fantastic, except a woman. <laughs> and she's like, you know, 18, 19 years old. It's, mm-hmm. it's a really fun themed table. Because hmm. uh, the, the whole premise of it is she was taking the money home from the coffee shop that she works at. When uh, she's attacked by Bombshell, who takes the money. And the goal of this is to raise enough money to not have the coffee shop go bankrupt. 
<laughs> and maybe catch, catch bombshell if you can, but <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> it is like it, it. Charming is the only way to describe it. It's really well done, and like Squirrel Girl is one of the people that can help Hell you. Yes. And um, it's just it's the thing that makes it great is the music more than any table that I recall is like firmly in something you would have heard in like Sonic in the 16 bit era, mm-hmm. as well as all the sound effects are basically like 16 bit sound effects throughout. Hmm. And on a pinball table, it just works for me. Like, and it just, it's really bright. The artwork on it's really nice. It's just a really, really, I enjoyed the hell out of this table. And it's one of those that has a whole bunch of ramps in the top half. So it always feels like you're hitting a ramp somehow. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's one of those type of table. I just, I really, really like this one. Hmm. Even though the barks can get a little annoying because like, you know, it's not squirrel girl. It's like tippy toes or something. I think is the one who's usually doing it in like uh, Alvin and the chipmunks voice. Yeah. Is like barking stuff. But then squirrel girl sounds like, you know, a, a young person. Mm-hmm. And I think Spider Gwen is on it. I didn't get her to help me with anything, but it's just, it's, it's one of those like where they've, they've found a theme and they've really run with it. Well, though I will say like the ball save can be really annoying because what she does is when you have the ball save, she stretches out her fist, you know, gets real elastic and pounds the out ramp where the ball is. And then it pops up like right by the flipper. So, you know, you know, normally when you have a kickback, you're expecting it to come up and, right. you know, kind of float up by the bumpers and, you know, fall down in the middle. Whereas it's like almost like right on the flipper when it comes up. And so I actually lost a game where I had multi-ball and all three of them drained on one side, but she saved the last one. And I like, it didn't even occur to me that she was going to do that. And so, you know, I had no time to react and the ball was gone, but it's, I really enjoyed that. And the only thing I don't like is they keep raising the prices on these, on these tables even though it doesn't feel like they're doing anything different than they did early on. Yeah. Weren't the original ones that you bought them by themselves were like $2 a piece. <sighs> yeah. Like Captain America, I think came out by itself and it was I like, I think so. I think it was two bucks and this one was seven bucks for two tables. Yeah. So like the inflation, man, it just keeps, you know, and the aliens one was three tables for 10 bucks. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it's like, it's kind of, it feels like they're kind of ramping up the price. Yeah. But you know, they're, they still have the same thing where it's like, wow, most of the voices sound the same. Like, you know, it's like, there's the, you know, especially I am Iron Man. Yeah. Especially with the Black Widow table. It's like, oh yeah, there's the lady they hire for most of these things. Yeah. So, you know, there is a bit of that stuff, but, hmm. but I really, I really like the uh, champions table with Ms. Marvel. So sounds fun. I'd say play that one. I, I will some point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. guess we've come to the yeah. uh, <laughs> I guess we've come to this corner. Yeah, it's a big corner. PC corner. As uh, in uh-huh. I built a fucking monster PC. <laughs> yep. All right. I I'll I came all into no, some money. All no quarters PC derision must be now filtered through Mackie instead of me. Okay. Yeah. He's taken my seat. All right. Yeah, considering I'm already looking up like <clears throat> M2 NVMe SSD drives because they you get all that interface directly with the motherboard so the throughput is 32 gigs per second like that's the level of what the fuck am i doing i've already reached but yeah i came into some money because i had a birthday and (laughs) i came into money and i spent that money at newegg oh (laughs) 
just put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. I sold my body for some money and Gross. I came into that money. Okay. Huh. And then I sent it to New Eggs. But, but yeah, I uh, <laughs> I built a pretty goddamn powerful machine yeah. with some liquid cooling and all that fun stuff and thermal paste. I didn't know the sticker was already on the cooling. Yeah. So it was an inside job. Okay. Yeah. But uh yeah, I like got a i5 6600 uh-huh k um yeah it's pretty fast okay yeah I, I didn't go for the i7 because i still was on budget sure i, I kept looking at getting uh 1070s because geforce 1080s are 700 dollars, give or take mm-hmm. i was like yeah that's more than all the other components combined uh-huh so then i was like man but a 1070 is only like 400 bucks but then i was like Oh yeah, I can get the other one for two twenty nine with twenty dollar mail and rebate. So I have a ten sixty now. Yep. Which, if you look at the charts, is the equivalent of a nine eighty. Yeah. So it's pretty fucking fast. Yeah. Uh, Forza Horizon three runs at sixty frames a second without a hitch. Like straight up. Don't worry about anything. Mm-hmm. It's gonna. We got this. It's gonna take it and throttle it, as in grab it by the neck and just fucking shake it. <laughs> throttle yeah. it. PC gaming without getting violent. throttled. Yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, it's it's a weird feeling to not have my PC just lock up all the time mm. to uh, basically go into any game and go, yeah, what's the ultra settings? Let's give that a shot. Mm-hmm. And have it go, yeah, you're about 56, 57 frames a second. Cool, right? So I see why people go nuts over PC gaming, especially when you know you have the parts and and there's just the upgradeability part of it, you know, because. I think about the PS4 Pro and I'm like, I think this computer's already faster than that. And yeah. I didn't spend that much more than it would have cost to get a PS4 Pro. And it's kind of like, I feel like they're already, you know, because I would I wouldn't I don't have a 4K monitor or TV or anything to hook it up to. So for 1080p, like I was able to do this for you know just under 600 bucks. Granted, I already had a case to put things in right. and a power supply. But aside from that, like, you know, new motherboard, new processor, new cooler, new RAM. And I'm going to upgrade the hard drive. But, yeah. you know, still like well, yeah. you you yeah. understand why people are like, yeah, why people go nuts over PC gaming. And it's kind of fun to put that shit together <laughs> when you don't light it on fire like someone like BJ does. <laughs> <laughs> He didn't light it on fire. He just plugged it in and it caught on fire. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of the same thing, isn't it? <laughs> I was hoping yeah. for the best. Oh, okay. Yeah. But now expect me to run all those uh, 16-bit pixel art games mm-hmm. at the highest possible uh, resolution there. Oh, yeah. We have yeah, lots you, of those on the PC. We've been buying them hum- humble bundles forever. Yeah. <laughs> now I get to... It's so many walkie All those simulators. chickens have finally come back to roost. Yeah. You can go shopping in all the shady CD key sites and uh-huh. stuff God. like that. Yep. Yeah, I did find out, like, uh, if you're not upgraded to the brand newest anniversary edition of Windows 10, mm-hmm. it's going to fucking bug the hell out of you to activate your Windows, but it's going to go, oh, you can't activate it because this is on a new computer that's not authorized. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Did you ever fix that? Nope. Oh, okay. I can't find my Windows 7 disk, which will have my serial number, which is what they need. And hmm. yeah, you, you do know it might stop working altogether, right? Really? It, yeah. Like the, when you hit the end of the like grace period, it might like not even let you log in. It's just, yeah. just saying you might not want to let that one slide. Well, tear um, that house apart, yo. Well, or just go buy a copy of Windows 10. 
You mm. did too. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, you did send me one, one of the CD key sites that had them, so. Yeah. Yeah. Your mileage may vary. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's always the shady part of that stuff, but. Don't support the Russian well, hackers. Okay, so like, yeah. look, it's what you get the works for you. It's, guess... the, it's the sourcing that they get it from is where it gets shady. Yeah, I know. But I, I guess the problem is if I had just upgraded my old computer to the anniversary edition, which is not shown in all of the Windows updates that you run. Correct. Where it updates everything. Well, you have to actually go on their thing and run the anniversary update. Not for everybody. They're actually like, they're piecemealing it out. Like it actually is showing up for people in their auto updates. But yeah, for well, whatever reason, they're trickling it out like a like a Verizon uh, upgrade or something to Android. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. Yeah, well, they let me upgrade it on this machine. Oh, yeah. If you once go out, I had put the new motherboard If you go out on, and ask for it, they'll let you do it whenever. But yeah. it comes up and it, they're actually trickling it out. And like if I had done that, it would have automatically just been like, all right, cool. Yeah. yeah, you're good to go when you log in. And now it's not. And I can't go back. So yeah. now I have to spend money to buy fucking Windows 10, which I didn't want to upgrade to in the first place. But hey, whatever, Windows. See, this is why people hate PC gaming, and it fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> it was good a second ago. Wasn't it? <laughs> Man, my machine's yeah, a monster. Yeah, you told me my machine's not going to fucking turn on next well, time I, I mean, try. I'm just saying, if that little countdown window can be bad. I, I didn't I, see a countdown window. It just keeps popping a thing up that says, you need to activate uh, your copy of Windows. Well, 7, I think, used to say you have 29 days, you have 28 days, and then all of a sudden it's like, nah, you ain't logging in. So give, give us a key now or fuck off. Mm, well, then I'll go on a website and get him a key. All right. Yeah. Because PC gaming. Mm-hmm. Boy, it just sounds great. Yeah, it's it's the best. Tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fine. It's pretty fucking awesome. Just, I'm telling you now. Like, like, <laughs> These range of emotions yeah. I can't handle. <laughs> Honestly, like, if, you ha- if you're stuck on Windows 10, find the anniversary update. Update it to that before you change your motherboard or yeah. else it will think you have a new computer. Right. And that sucks. Yeah. It, Windows is weird. Learn like, from my mistakes. It, no one's ever really completely come out and said what the secret sauce is for triggering Windows to think you have a new machine. Mm-hmm. Because in Mackie doing this, I also did a mild upgrade to my computer. Um, like I, I have a GTX 970, pretty good and decent amount of memory, decent hard drives, mm-hmm. all that and everything. But GeForce experience had hit the point where my CPU was like, nah. You don't meet the minimum requirements for all this, so we're going to tell you you can't run this or you run it in 286 settings. So I just found that they had a slightly upgraded processor. I I, I use AMD processors. It's cheaper. I was like, fuck it. I'm Mm -hmm. just going to buy a new CPU. That didn't trigger anything, which is weird because Mm -hmm. CPUs have a unique identifier on them that they probably could just tie to that and say, like, when that's changed, you probably have a new machine. Like each yeah. each CPU has a super unique identifier that's like mm-hmm. Windows can talk to, but no, it didn't even hiccup. It was just like, yeah, cool, it's faster now. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking a. Yeah, but no, motherboards have pretty much always triggered the yeah you know, I, I deactivation. Kind of, thing. I kind of figured it would, but I thought I was on the newest version of Windows, which I was wrong. Yeah, well, like I think memory's fine. Obviously, video cards are fine. It's a, I think it's a certain number of devices change. I think mm-hmm. that's what it is. And when you change a motherboard, you're you're swapping out 50 things in the device manager. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's a dick. Yeah. <laughs> One thing that doesn't do that when you upgrade. Well, oh, what? All right. Mobile <laughs> devices. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I ended up getting an iPhone 7. Hooray. I'd waited three years. But uh, I went in the app store. <laughs> I got new shit. <laughs> it's, you know what? Welcome to the internet. <laughs> no, for real. Like, shit loads faster. Mm-hmm. That's about it. Yeah. Screen looks better. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. You know, it's bigger. Mm-hmm. That it, you know, we're, we've reached the point where it's like, oh man, I got a new iPhone. It's like, yeah, okay, yeah. It kind of runs all the same shit. Yeah. But in going in the app store and like re-downloading stuff because I finally have space to put things back on, you know, like Lara Croft Go and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw they had a Luminous game mm-hmm. in the app store. Yep. Called Luminous Puzzle and Music. And I was like, hmm. oh, three bucks. I like Luminous. So now I own Luminous Puzzle and Music. There you go. Which is, uh, yeah, it's it's interesting that they made it vertical. Yeah. You know, because Luminous for me had always been such a horizontal game, mm-hmm. then it would have been easy to set it that way. But um, yeah, the method they've used is basically if you're swiping down, you're dropping it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you tap to rotate it. And in the pause menu, you set which direction, you know, whether you go clockwise or counterclockwise with your block. But other than that, and then you just slide it left or right, you know, swipe left or right to put it in whichever lane you want to put it in, then swipe down to drop it. Mm -hmm. And it kind of works. I mean, most of the slower levels, and there is like, there's a slow, medium, and fast mode that you can set Mm -hmm. uh, along with the, you know, they start you off, you have to do easy difficulty, which is like basically just getting enough points to be out of two, you know, to clear two screens and then, you know, like, all right, good. You beat easy. Now go to medium and now go to hard. And, you know, then there's an infinite mode, of course, but man, when there's a couple of them that are super fast and it can be really frustrating because you think that you drag to the left, but you kind of actually moved your hand just enough to double tap. So the thing rotated before you swiped it down and, you know, it's, it's why touch controls will just never replace buttons for me in games ever. You know, people are like, Oh man, iPhones they are just going to take over everything. It's like, uh, I don't think touch devices are ever like, there's always going to be that, that bit of leeway there where it's like, eh, maybe you didn't do that that way. You didn't tap that the way you needed to tap it. Right. You know, and it's like, fuck you game. I, that was perfect. I was lining it up. I had my perfect block that was going to clear out all those areas. And now I got a big shit storm to deal with. <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. yeah. But it's not very, it's not a very hard luminous game. I'll say that aside from the controls. It's basically, you know what you're getting. It's just no licensed music in this one. That, or, well, at least not US licensed music. It's all just the, you know, the J poppy type stuff. Right. But it, it looks nice and there's a there's luminous puzzle and music version and then if you swipe over there's also luminous classic ah. which is some of them from the original version but not a ton you know uh, the original skins and music and all that but yeah i mean it's 3 bucks it was it seemed worth it there's a ton of challenges as far as like you know getting some super high scores on some of those modes that are you know, like easy, medium and hard are limited as far as like, okay, you got to, you, once you've cleared six screens, you're done. So hope you scored enough points to get our, you know, on our star rating scale. So there's some stuff there, but it's not, it's no patch on like luminous electronic symphony. If you have a Vita, cause right. I mean, that game's fucking great. I still play that game, but this is like, man, I'm at work on the toilet. So <laughs> it's time for some luminous yeah, doing work on the toilet. Yeah. Doing work in luminous, you know. Hmm. Sometimes you just want to play a game on your phone, and it's true. Yeah, (laughs) sometimes. Well, and it's not like gonna bug you for to log. You didn't log into luminous today, and your luminous bonus. Yeah, you don't have any luminous energy. You got to wait forty five minutes before you can play another. You know, there's none of that shit. It's basically like here's a game. It's straight up. It's a game. Weird. 
And it does seem like they keep adding more content because there's a lot of times where it like when you log in, it checks mm-hmm. and then it downloads new stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure later on they'll be like, all right, for another buck, you can have these two, three levels. And I'll probably be like, you know what? I'll give you a buck. <laughs> You've earned it. <laughs> you have to say it so menacingly. <laughs> yeah, I'll give you a buck. <laughs> yeah, I'll show you a dollar. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, I was just going to a stripper anyway, so I might as well, yeah, right. might as well use it for luminous yeah. maps. Shit. <laughs> Shit. Yeah. Yeah, still playing Pokemon Go. Why? I don't know, because okay. my wife plays it. Oh, well. Okay. So I was like, all right, I'll go grab some Pokemans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. My wife plays Pokemon Go, which pretty much means that I play Pokemon yeah, Go. Yeah, it's, it's that kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> I imagine that's another one of those Grand Theft Auto y things where it's like, okay, no one's talking about Pokemon Go anymore, but I bet you billions of people are still playing that thing. Uh, if the gyms are anything to be decided, it's like the hardcore, like, I have not stopped okay. people. Because, like, you go, I'm like, how the fuck does that thing have that many hit points there? You know, and it's. I knew that's how the game was going to become. Yeah, where, where it's kind of like you can't even do the gym stuff. Now all we do is wander around and, you know, and hope. But we've kind of reached the point where it's like, I'm not finding anything new. Mm-hmm. And that that part kind of sucks. But they at least added a system in there where you can pick one Pokemon that's your buddy. And, you and you know, when <laughs> you... buddy guy? <laughs> yeah. Depending on its rarity. Yeah. Like the, if you walk a certain amount, you'll get a free candy for it once oh. you've hit that it's level you know like the base ones are like three kilometers whereas like some of the super rare ones are like 10 kilometers so they've at least added that where it's not like okay you can evolve this thing but you know you'd have to find 20 of them in the wild which is just never going to happen whereas you can at least just leave that thing in your you know in your inventory as your buddy and eventually get the currency to upgrade it tie your phone to your greyhound now <laughs> or just apparently put it on your record player I've oh heard, but no i don't know i don't the, i don't think the gps would pick it up no but yeah but yeah i mean that i'm still waiting on them releasing the thing they they had said there was going to be a patch where that would show like where in the where in the world that thing is located mm-hmm. like and you'd actually be able to go to a map and see it and be able to be like all right now if i go there this thing's there because that's got to be the only thing that would keep people interested at this point. Where in the world is Pokemon? Go? <laughs> <laughs> well, aren't they going to do like here's the the Gen two oh, roster of Pokemon? I'm sure that they're waiting to flip the switch for the next yeah like, fifty hundred. I would think they're waiting until like the interest has declined yeah. to a certain amount. I, I would think that has to be it because okay. I I think they I think it blew up so much they didn't realize how much it was going to blow up, mm-hmm. and that maybe has skewed their like how much money are we making? Like, what can we consistently expect? You know, because that first month had to be like, like, wasn't it like they made, I think they made like a billion dollars. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say like, I didn't want to use the B word, but like it, I think it was in the billions. Yeah. And who knows where it is now? You know, but they could just ride that for like a year. I know. Not expecting to make a billion dollars. But but I'm sure they're looking at the numbers and being like, all right, well, how much do we actually make this month? Because I'm sure it's like, it just looks like a freaking rocket ship to oh, hell sure. as far as like yeah because when you have a billion dollars your your graph is fucked mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so totally i guess the trick is that i need to go out to that park where i've gone at night and see if it's still insane at night with people just playing pokemon go yeah yeah i i think it's really tapered off like hmm. i know a couple people at work that still do it but it's not it's not like it was because i think everyone hit that point where it's just like i've 
I'm not finding anything new. I'm sick of catching pidgeys and yeah. ratatas. Yep. Ratata. Fucking pidgeys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So you guys get any mobile shit? Nah. No, no. shit on a mobile? Nah, I'm still playing Galaxy of Heroes, the Star Wars game. Yeah? I don't know why. Nothing new. That yeah. seems to be everyone's like mobile feeling. It's like, I'm still playing this. I don't know why. It. I. It's just, it's my... I don't know. It's my kind of mindless activity before going to bed usually at night. I, yeah. I'm not one of those like, it's not like uh, Clash of Clans or those things where it's like, check in 16 times a day and click here and set this and get your energy. I mean, yes, there are energy things in it, but it's like mm-hmm. once a day is good enough for me. It's like yeah. I, I run through, I burn off the energy and I'm like, yep, I'll be back tomorrow. So it doesn't bark at you about anything or? No. That's good. I mean, it, pop, it there's pop-ups to like buy shit in the game and, you know, turn on notifications, which... I don't turn on my notifications, so it can't annoy me with all those mm-hmm. things. There's your secret, people. Manage, yeah, yeah. manage your notifications. Yeah, don't turn that shit on. Man. Yeah. Makes sense. But yeah, so yeah. I'm like, yeah, no, I know. I know when to go back in and play the game again. It's mm-hmm. tomorrow night at 10 yep. o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> it's been 24 hours. Yeah. <laughs> so you're who that new Dungeon Keeper was targeted at. What's that now? The Dungeon oh. Keeper they tried to make that. Oh, oh no, right. Yeah. I, I, I don't I'm, even know if that's still available. Or if they were like, oh, yeah. we better take this off the store. It died pretty quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys want some emails? We have emails? We have multiple emails. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. Imported would... and domestic. Wow. <laughs> I, I, Man. I would love these emails. Yeah. That sounds pretty good. Yeah. Well, get brace yourself. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> email. First one is an email. <laughs> Fucking ready. Yeah. Put some reverb on that. Email. <laughs> All right. First one's up from, uh, whoa. First one from is up Jay. Mm-hmm. First one up is from Jay. Mm-hmm. Who uh, he titles his email HDMI compatible NES and GameCube component cables for the SNES and 64 and Genesis. What? Uh, okay. It was a long title. Oh, it says hey, no quarters crew. Uh, hey, Jay from Vegas here. Ooh. And as a Patreon supporter, I'd like to ask for a shout out. Retro City Games is 20 minutes from the strip, and if you're looking for retro video games or toys in Vegas, go there and you won't be disappointed. Regarding my subject. There are modders making it easier to use older consoles on newer TVs by taking advantage of RGB signals with custom-made component cables or modified HDMI outputs. For systems that don't natively output to RGB, you mod the console to output to RGB, then mod for HDMI output or use those custom component cables. For the non-technical people, RGB is the highest quality standard definition signal produced and was primarily used by broadcasters. Even on my Sony Wega, the Genesis using component cables produces a sharpness and clarity other inputs cannot match. Mm-hmm. If you want to learn more, check out My Life in Gaming on YouTube. Their RGB Masterclass playlist is a wonderful resource for people like myself who want the best image quality and forward compatibility for older consoles. Ghost Ride, your RGB modded N64J, sent from my Galaxy F7 because fuck you, Apple, you 3.5 millimeter jack removing pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Damn. Sure. Huh. Good luck not blowing up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, at least I don't let you on fire. Yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, their little adapter. I, I'm sorry. I can hear you catching on fire because I'm not yeah. listening to headphones right now because there's no jack. <laughs> I will say that little dongle. I, I like I've used my phone at the gym. That little dongle mm-hmm. for the, the Thunderbird to Thunderbird. whatever it is. <laughs> like Thunderbolt. Uh-huh. What's it called? Lightning. Oh, very, very frightening. Yes. Yeah. The, the lightning to headphone jack like that fucker. It, there's going to be an aftermarket for those suckers because well, yeah. Sure. I've already put the, the pen springs around it because mm-hmm. I'm like, this thing's done. This mm-hmm. thing's so screwed. But anyway, 
Yeah, I remember the uh, I got the VGA adapter for the Dreamcast. Yep, that thing was dope. Yeah, that thing looked great. <laughs> yeah. Problem is, like, some most TVs now like are like, I'm not doing 640 by 480, man. But yeah. like, they're like, I, I don't support that mode. Don't plug that into my my, my VGA port, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. Not even once. <laughs> yeah. Don't you plug that into my yeah. VGA port? <laughs> but yeah, no. I would probably, I'd probably look into one of those. Uh, those things that those things that'll convert from a VGA to an HDMI or I, a composite. I'm gonna I'm gonna do component. I'm gonna walk out like I'm on eggshells with this one, but I'm curious for hardcore retro gamers, what's wrong with like those Retron systems? Like, I mean, I understand it's not the real thing, but you can plug the real controllers in. Yes. And yeah, but it's running an emulator. Yeah, that's that's the issue most people have. Is it because you yes. put the card yes. in? You put it's, the card in, but it's basically ripping the ROM, the ROM, mm-hmm. and then running it through an emulator, okay. and then deleting yeah. it when you take the card out. All right, I'm just I was curious. Yeah, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's why most people are like, no, fuck those things. I mean, for a lot of people, that's good enough. Okay, a lot yeah. of people, that's good enough. But you you get hardcore people, and this has happened to me on occasion where you go to play a game like that that you haven't played in a while, but you remember some way that it moves some way that it sounds something about it is wrong in emulation and it'll drive you crazy okay yeah. absolutely crazy i thought they just straight up played the cartridges no. No, no unfortunately like they built the cartridge port into it but it's it's still doing a rom dump and then okay yeah running the rom but yeah it's same thing that little mini nes is going to do it's basically just running nintendo virtual console and mm-hmm. going from there which has Amazon still not put that thing up for pre-order yet because they have not notified me. <laughs> no, you but you asked. Yeah. yeah, I signed up for their list. I, I put it on my Christmas wish list, which mm-hmm. I know is never happening because no. they will sell out immediately. Yes. So. Still, I, if I, yeah, I, at least they made that thing cheap. Yes, that's what I'm going to say. Like, you know, it's only got 30 games and they picked them, but it's what 60 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's they did everything right with that mm-hmm. as far as I'm concerned. And it's cool. You know, it's cool. Yeah. Um, I I would get like I would I wouldn't necessarily seek them out, but like if you know at like video game shows and stuff that we go to, mm-hmm. that's where I got the Retron Five because I was like, it's here, it looks cool, I'll get it. But yeah. I never sought one out. I would seek out. Well, I would I would consider one of those things to replace like a Genesis that I own or something like mm-hmm. that with a updated signal. But I wouldn't seek it out, and I sure as hell wouldn't attempt it on my own. God no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, no, well, and that's it, man. So many of like the HDMI converters mm-hmm. are expensive as fuck. Yeah, they are. Like that—that's the real detractor. Is like, I know it sounds cool that these people do that, but I hope they're doing it cheaper than some of like the out of the box solutions where it's like, all right, plug in these component cables and mm-hmm. here's here's your HDMI signal. Mm-hmm. You know, because now most TVs are like, yeah, man, just plug an HDMI in me. I what is this other cable? Get it away from me. I don't recognize it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <sighs> yeah. TVs. All right. Next one up. Mm-hmm. It's from Tim. Hi, Tim. His title of this is Rock Band. <laughs> it's one word, so it's maybe it's Rockman. 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 Okay. It says, hey, no quarters crew. So, last console generation, I know all of you spent way too much time playing Rock Band. Mm-hmm. I would wager you spent even more money building your track list. 
you'd wager correctly. You are right, sir. Uh, I remember when you discussed Rock Band 4 for this generation that was a major letdown. Despite how much I loved playing Rock Band on the 360, I refused to jump on board until they found a way to make the Ion drum kit backwards compatible. <laughs> so they have an adapter coming out in October that will finally allow you to use your old wired instruments. I skipped Rock Band 4, so I don't have the initial letdown that you guys had. And I'm really looking forward to dusting off the Ions and replaying a lot of the DLC I purchased previously and seeing what they have put out in the past year since the release. So my question to you. Rockman Rivals is due out in October and is promising some modes that were missing from Rockman 4. Will new modes and the ability to use your old equipment be enough to lure you back in, or have you all retired your plastic instruments for good? I have pre-ordered Rockman Rivals it's already. Right. Yep, me too. Uh, I would have pre-ordered the wired adapter for my Ion drums, but I have not seen it anywhere and I haven't checked lately. Mm-mm. So I don't know if it's coming out in October or not, or what the fuck the deal is with it, but <laughs> I want it. Give it to me. <laughs> Where the fuck do I pay for it? I want it. Mm-hmm. So yes, it, being able to play the drums again is going to bring me back until my wife kicks the drums out of the house along with me. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Chuck? I, for me, I just like the modes they say are in that expansion seem like something I would want in the next Rock Band mm-hmm. game, which should have been in Rock Band 4. The kind of like stuff that keeps you coming back and wanting to play a certain song over and over again, aside from the fact that you like the song, mm-hmm. like the score challenges and stuff like that. It looks like the the album challenges from Rock Band 2 look oh, like those are coming back. Good. That stuff was great because it was like it was timed. It was like you have a week to do this and it just matches you up with everybody and you get, you know, your friend's leaderboard mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That's the kind of thing I want. I want a reason to come back to your game over and over again. I don't want this bust it out when you have a party game because that gives me nothing to give a shit about all the yeah. other days I'm not having a party. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm hoping that Rivals does it for me and brings me back into the fold because I, I tell you, I have, consist- I have still gone in weekly and consistently bought the songs that I want, yeah. even though I have not played that game in forever. I go in and flag them as wish list okay. items <laughs> yeah. so that one day when they have a sale, I'll, I'll buy them, yeah. but... But yeah, I've I've heard that some of the newer ones, um, they've started since they can't get the track stems for mm-hmm. all of them. That they've started doing the just it kind of blanks out the area instead of yeah, and it's not and it doesn't boost if you're doing solo. It doesn't boost the instrument that you're playing in particular. So it's kind of that's kind of a bummer. Figured that, that was coming. Yeah, but they also you know this does open up for songs that were like well we can't get the stems yeah so. You'll never see that song. Now they're kind of like, all right, man, if you really want that song, here it is. It's just don't miss any notes because it's going to sound like shit if you do. <laughs> and you knew they were going to have to do that eventually. I mean, yeah, at some point. It, it, yeah, they don't have the options they had no. six years ago. No. Yeah. And, and I mean, you think about Beatles came out fucking seven years ago. God. That was seven years ago. Yeah, it was. Jesus. So really, essentially, music games have been dead for at least five years now. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, and Rock Band 4 sure didn't bring him back, unfortunately. No. Because, I mean, my guitar is in the the closet. It doesn't come out. I had to check and make sure I didn't leave batteries in it so they're not leaking. Right. Yeah, I should check mine. Yeah, but I, I mean, the ability to play my drums again, even though I'm basically going to have to do the whole shuffle from the garage to the house with them, mm-hmm. which is going to make my wife hate me more than usual, you know. I'm okay. I that that helps. Mm-hmm. It helps a lot. I just, you know, 
not having that at launch. I, I think I would genuinely feel differently if they had had that at launch yeah. because I just I don't do vocal mode anymore. I was gonna say, let me do everything I conceivably wanted to do mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. launch of Rock Band Four. Still didn't like it. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's I can't explain it. I mean, it's there just wasn't anything to it. Yeah, it's kind of it feels kind of broken. It feels I mean that wireless adapter thing is kind of shitty. Yeah, and I don't know. It's all of it feels like. Yeah, we try, but we've kind of farsighted it. You know, it's like it's yeah, like the core thing is feels like uh, original and good, and like mm-hmm. they took a lot of time to do the the core things, but then like the wrapper is shitty. Yeah, like the menus look <laughs> cheap. It it looks like a cheap Steam game. Yeah, yeah, but it's then almost you, like a knockoff version. Yeah, of but then you rock play band. the song, and it's like, oh, this is rock yeah. band. This is awesome. But then you get back out to menus, and you're just like, yeah. Yeah, why does everybody show up as one thing on this wireless adapter? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Can't switch profiles. Yeah, and, and everyone knows I don't give a fuck about character customization, mm-hmm. but I was still kind of bummed that there was no character customization. Yeah, it was like, here's four jackets yeah. and no shirts or anything. It's just like, wear one of these and you're all going to be the same body type. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah. That, that was bad. Yeah, I just, I just, whenever I feel that I have the itch, I just fire up the 360 which is that's the only reason it's still hooked up mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's a rock band machine now the problem is like i think i've bought songs either yeah. in four or later and yeah. i don't there's don't, no yeah, download yeah there's no back they don't go back but they don't go back if you buy it in rock band four no if you buy it through the one store yeah it doesn't count as a, also a 360 purchase and what? and yeah. if it if it's a song that came out since rock band four it doesn't go back at all yeah oh wow I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I did that for a couple, like at launch, I was like, Oh shit. Wh- I don't All have right. this. Yeah. I just, I don't know. Then, yeah. Then you're not getting any more of my money. Sorry. <laughs> well, yeah. I do like the mode, the, the one mode that they have been showing in rivals where it's basically like, it's kind of like the album challenge, but what you're doing is like, you're, you're putting a band together, but you don't all necessarily have to play at the same time. Mm -hmm. Like you get a drummer score and then you try to find someone else who's playing bass and then you get a bass score and then those are matched up against other groups, like super groups kind of thing. I think that's kind of cool. So you could like take my drum scores. Yeah. Like if we all join a band, we don't have to get online and play together. We just, I do my guitar thing. It uploads that score. You do your drums. It uploads that score. And then at the end of the week, it, it adds them all together. Yeah. And then it ranks them against other friends who have bands. I think yeah. that's a cool I, I just, idea. These things are all good ideas that should have been in the original game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, just fundamentally, like buying a thing to fix the thing that never got fixed, I have a problem with. Yeah, yeah. I I can't argue that, but I already spent the money on the main one, yeah. so I'm like, all right, just like give me the expansion because yeah, I need it. But yeah, I need that adapter more. Give me that fucking adapter. <laughs> been too long but i also wonder like you know i'm in a different place in my life as far as that goes like i never sing in that song in that game anymore Mm -hmm. and i was like you know beat expert on the first and second one you know all that stuff on vocals but when i'm not alone in my house i don't want to be singing in rock band yeah so that it makes a difference and drums god yeah i can annoy everyone in the house very quickly Anyway, moving on. Uh, Dave, a.k.a. Robopig. Hey, Robopig. Sends us one that says, Tilt the Matrix. Mm. Says, hey guys, wondering what your favorite virtual pinball table is, and is it a copy of a physical table or a unique virtual table? What features are required for a pinball table to be fun for you? 
I'm doing Extra Life again this year. The big day is November 5th. Wondering if any of you guys are doing it. If not, please put your tremendous might behind our Good for Gaming team and tell people to hit tiny.cc slash capital G for capital G to donate or join. I have some codes for Zen Pinball, Alien vs. Tables, and the Ant-Man Table on Xbox One in exchange for an Extra Life donation if anyone needs those. Thanks, Dave, a.k.a. Robopig. Yeah, we hadn't discussed uh, Extra Life, hmm. but yeah, it, like it, always in early November is like the worst it's time the worst for me. Time, it's yeah. a bad time for it. They need to, I don't know. I feel like we need to do a different time. But hmm. to pinball tables. Yeah. Virtual ones. Whether they're a copy of the original or otherwise. I mean, what do you my, think? My favorite FX table is probably the Captain America table. That one's still really solid yeah. to me. Captain America's really good. Um, But yeah, I mean, it's definitely a, a copy of a real table. I mean, I, I can't think of anything virtual that even comes close to. I mean. Which one are you thinking? Oh, no, I mean, to me, at that point, it almost doesn't matter. It's almost like, what's my favorite pinball table, mm-hmm. which is probably Bride of Pinbot. I yeah. mean, but. I, I, there's there's something to be said about going into pinball arcade, and it, it's amazing to me how many times I have like kind of learned and mastered a table on there, and then go to the real table, and f- and it and it just translates so well. Like the skills surprisingly yeah. translate to the real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, b- between mm-hmm. understanding what shots you need to hit when, to I, I don't know, just like even almost like the flipper timing is just so dead on accurate in pinball arcade that it's like it's just nine times out of ten unless there's a problem with the table it's like yeah I, I know exactly what to do and i got this i've never touched this table in real life before but i just put up a decent score mm-hmm. yeah. so i mean it, that is the best use of it is yeah. like is that feeling of being able to go to a real one yeah. and just be the fucking it, man. it's it's kind of like the microsoft flight simulator of pinball because it's like you could probably, if you played enough hours of Microsoft Flight Simulator, you could probably put a plane in the air and maybe possibly get it back down without crashing. Mm-hmm. I'm mean, just saying, like, that's so accurate to real life, and that's its yeah. purpose, that Pinball Arcade is like yeah, a and, pinball simulator. And for all the shit we give Farsight, yes. they nail that part yeah. every time. That's, then that's what we've, we've always said. It's like, once you are on the table and playing it, it's pretty fantastic, unless it's the shitty PS4 sound, which they still never fixed. Oh, but, you know, it's like... Things like that are still fucked, but it's like the 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 care and the love and the details of the table and the lighting and mm-hmm. the flipper speeds and the gravity and everything is just so good. Mm-hmm. But you suck at everything else so bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and yep. some of them, you know, and some just will never translate properly. I think uh, as as far as the virtual versions sure. go, because you can't get the the angle right. Right, like, like something like No Good Gophers. Mm-hmm. When you're in front of that table in person you understand it mm-hmm. and you can see at where everything is, where everything's going. Whereas when you're playing it on pinball arcade, there feels like no camera angle, like that captures the speed the way you'd need to be captured and, sure. and to show where the ball is, you know, to follow it. I, at least I found like, that's the one I think that suffered the most versus the real version of it, you know, yeah. and, and other things like, you I know, think, I was gonna say circus full tear for me. That's the one that like, when I actually find, finally played one of those in real life, I was like, Oh, Mm-hmm. This is weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like this doesn't feel like the virtual one at all. Yeah, that was one of the ones. I, just, I, I can yeah. agree with that. But yeah, like, like um, you know, but you think of stuff like Theater of Magic. It doesn't convey the mirrors in the back. No, you know when you're up, up in the back portion of the of the table. But yeah, but I will say I I legit hit that. I don't remember what it's called, but where you hit it in the in the box mm-hmm. within a certain like 
like when the, the first three or four seconds I, yeah. I've done that in real life mm-hmm. yeah. that I could only have done because I learned about it yep. and and the, also the shot to do off the left flipper from mm-hmm. playing pinball arcade yeah so yeah. well that last show we were at the the score I put up on that taxi mm-hmm. that was only because I'd played so much of it in pinball arcade and knew it right. you know mm-hmm. like like when I walk up to a machine I've never seen before man I am not learning anything I'm just smacking just whatever yeah. I can hit and what I want in a pinball table either virtual or otherwise is ramps on either side mm-hmm. that I can just hit one goes up the ramp comes down hits the other flipper I hit that flipper goes up the and other ramp taxi come, is your table and just keep doing that back and forth the whole time that is my favorite thing in the world so I don't really have a favorite like virtual table mm-hmm. um, but I mean I can tell you ones I don't like <laughs> but yeah. I don't know black holes pretty good <laughs> oh you fucker <laughs> troll yeah but uh, like, yeah, I, I think like theater of magic and uh, and um, medieval madness mm-hmm. are probably the tops for me. Like I think of just hours put into either of those. Yeah. And man, those are way, way, way up there, especially medieval madness, you know, only because it was in Williams collection first and mm-hmm. then it was in pinball arcade in the base version and mm-hmm. all that. As far as like pinball FX2, I think uh, Wild Wild West or Wild West Rampage, whatever. It, it was the one that came in a pack with Castle Storm. That that table's really good. Mm-hmm. It's really, really good, um, as is. But I, my favorite is still, out of all of them in Pinball FX2, is uh, Empire Strikes Back mm. in the Star Wars pack. I think that's one that, were it a real machine, it might be my favorite real machine as well. And I think it's got that same thing you were talking about, Chuck, where it's like, give me ramps. Mm-hmm. Give me lots of ramps in the back half. Don't, don't have too much open space above the flippers, but don't have too little either. I think that's the the biggest way to kill a table, like the Avengers Stern table, the real mm-hmm. the real world one. Mm-hmm. That one sucks because there's only like a small area in the first half, and it always feels like you're hitting something that's blocking you from getting to the fun stuff that's in the upper half. Yeah, yeah. Except for the the whatever the the, the limited edition one is plays different and i yeah. i put up a hell of a score on that one time yeah. just because it was like it was like wow this is actually fun mm-hmm. um i like the the other one as far as like seems like non-stop constant ramps is the x-men fake table the pinball effects table not the real stern one yeah but that one is like super ramp heavy happy as far as like there's like four flippers and everyone seems like it launches up a ramp mm-hmm. it, that one could be really fun too yeah that one's just hard to get into modes and yeah, have bit, the yeah. modes stay I think I think that's that what for me what makes a fun table is one where you don't have to do too long a sequence to get into a mode sure. of you know multi ball or whatever. Oh, I, I was thinking I really like the Fantastic Four table too. That one's really good too. Yeah, that one yeah. is. Yeah, I, I like that one. <laughs> I like getting the ball on fire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing with pinball FX too. Like they you could they can do a lot of stuff with you know, activating the ball a certain way. And, yep. and, and like I said, that, that champions table in the new pack is really good. And there's also a mode where if you get the ball, it, you, there's basically a drop area where you have to hit three drop targets and then hit it into the, the hole that right. she's above the area she's standing over. So just like the thing on fantastic four. It does yeah. The same yeah. Thing. Similar. But when you drop it in, then uh, it like, it has this ghost that follows the ball around. And mm-hmm. if you hit any of the jackpot or special, areas it doubles the score on those but it's only like for a limited time as long as you can keep hitting them or hit it back into the that drop area 
But yeah, but, you know, they get to do cool stuff like that, like, oh, the ball's on fire now. Whereas, you know, in pinball, <laughs> pinball arcade, you know, these are real tables. <laughs> you can't, you know, you don't get to have characters dancing around doing stuff. No, but it is cool. Like when you have something like the Twilight Zone table, if you can get the, the white ball. Yeah, that, that's pretty cool in real life. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what they call it. It's yeah, it's got a name, but no. <laughs> Magic ball. Sure. OK. Yeah. The cue ball. Spooky ball. Know. Oh, spooky ball. <laughs> like All right. Uh, last one we got here is from Hunter, who uh, this email's titled Walking Simulators and You. Hmm. It says, hello, no quarters dudes. Hi. It's me, Hunter C., that Canadian guy who emailed you that one time a few months ago. <laughs> Anywho, this past week, two games in the genre that detractors refer to as walking simulators, in quotation marks, were released on Xbox One for the first time. Firewatch and Dear Esther Landmark Edition. I picked up both games and played through Firewatch in two nights and Dear Esther in one. Dear Esther has some of the most beautiful visuals I've ever seen through a game console, but literally all you do is hold your thumbstick forward and walk very, very slowly in whatever direction you're facing, occasionally triggering the narrator's voiceovers to tell a choppy piecemeal story. There's no run button, so if you want to go back and find any of the hidden stuff or extra voiceover parts, you have to trudge all the way back at a snail's pace to get to those areas. But hey, at least I didn't have to go go to GameFAQs to figure out how to out the game's basic functions like I did with Vanishing of Ethan Carter. Firewatch is certainly the best of the ones I've played. Its story is coherent, it feels a little bit thrown together, and the characters are likable and, through through your control, are accomplishing something. Anyway, this is all kind of a long-winded way of asking you guys your opinion on these kinds of games. They're not really adventure puzzle games, and they're not really like an interactive movie that's something like a modern Telltale game or Life is Strange is. I see potential in them, but I don't think many of people who develop them realize that you need to engage with your audience in some way, or at least make it clear to them what their role as a player is in the story. Your listener, Hunter C., sent from my walkie-talkie. Yeah, um, um, I mean, Harlow's played more of them than any of us, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, so, Dear Esther is kind of a weird one because the fact that it's kind of in- endured to this point is is kind of staggering because <laughs> that started life like not joking about ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, because it was like a I, it was a mod off of something originally, mm-hmm. and. That it was like a standalone thing on you know Unreal Engine three or whatever it was, and you know, and then now they're remastering it yet again. So, like I, I completely forgive it all of its weirdness because it's just from a different time and it was never meant to be. It was never meant to be anything other than like kind of like a little art project, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, it was one of the first ones in that yeah. style. Um, because, I mean. I, I don't know. I never really read the backstory on the person that created or everything, but it seemed like a super personal story kind of thing to do. You know, it seemed like it was a, like this was like almost like therapy to deal with mm-hmm. some shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so I mean, like it is what it is. And like I said, I, I, I don't, I almost don't think it's even fair to try to like quantify it as the score or anything like that. It's, 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 it's games as art, you know I mean? It's, mm-hmm. you, it's subjective. Either like it, if you like what it's trying, it's making you feel, or see, or think, or you don't, you know, and then you move on, you know. I don't feel like even like kind of trying to critique it on an artistic basis even feels right because it's just mm-hmm. purely like art for art's sake, and it was never like meant to be a thing that made money until later. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. when people are like, "I we like this." <laughs> um, the Firewatch is definitely it's a game. You know, it's you know some some people may argue that it's a game or not but it's it's a game you know it's it's mechanics may be light on typical game mechanics but it's definitely telling a story and there are things happening and 
to me, it's no more legit or unlegit as a, a Telltale game. You know, it's to me, Telltale games are no more of a proper, you know, game mechanic than those are. You know? Yeah, <laughs> a lot of walking simulators. So I, I don't know. I, I just I never thought of them in like that way. I mean, I I like the idea of not having to play a game where shooting is the main way you deal with something you know, like clicking on a button and interacting with something or finding clues or talking to people or you know i firewatch yeah. was fantastic gone home was amazing i mean gone home will like literally go down on is one of like the greatest ways of like taking something in mm-hmm. in any media mm-hmm. ever like yeah. i mean coming to the end of that game and it's like, like the the dread I was feeling of like where I thought that game was going to where it finished mm-hmm. was magnificent. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I you know I, I liked Firewatch. I liked Dear Esther. I, I I couldn't get into Everyone's Gone to the Rapture. That that one just was not grabbing me. And something about something about the mechanic of like walking so slow when that game made me feel like there was some urgency to what was happening. Mm-hmm. And then it was just like, fucking move guy. You know, it was like, <laughs> like the was supposed to be like a walk, like a slow walking dreamlike state. This mm-hmm. one felt like, no, you need to figure this out. And yeah. your guys is like, do, 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 you know? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. So that one just wasn't clicking for me at all at any point in time. So yeah, I, I, I don't know if I came around any kind of conclusion there. I, I'm, I'm for them. I'm for, yeah, storytelling mediums in whatever form or fashion. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and that's the thing that games have is, you know, a movie on a screen will always, or a TV show or whatever, will always be characters interacting in front of you, not with you. Mm-hmm. And a video game can very firmly, especially in a first person walking simulator, so to speak, is to put you into that in a way that no other media can accomplish, and to make you feel that these interactions matter. And I think that's why gone home did it so well is that you don't have to interact with any other people. You're only, you know, there's no reason for you to be talking to anybody in that game Mm -hmm. because there's nobody else there. And you're just trying to piece together what happened at this place. And that's where you're getting all the, all the pieces of it. And you're deciding the pace that you're finding it at. You're deciding where you're going next. And I think there's, there's a power to that and an interactivity to that, that, you know, isn't going to be matched by TV or anything else. Right. And why I, I still don't quite understand the derision. So many of them get from people who I don't, you know, and I don't want to categorize them all as, well, you're not shooting anything. So fuck it. You know, right. but, well, but there's like, there's this attitude that's just like, no, they're all shit. Cause they're not games. And it's like, okay. Like they don't need to be games. They're not, you know, that's not the goal. The goal yeah. isn't, no, I mean nothing. Nothing in this world is black and white. Nothing. I mean, there are shades of it because where do you draw the line? What's a walking simulator? Is amnesia a walking simulator? Because mm. you don't shoot anything and you can't deal with the ghosts, but you can light lanterns and light lights mm-hmm. and open drawers. Is that a walking simulator or is that a running simulator? Is that a I'm quaking yeah. in the darkness simulator? Or I mean, shit. There's a lot of things where you don't shoot or fight or there always have been yeah Mm -hmm. and it's not a walking simulator but a game like her story Mm -hmm. which is just watching video clips and maybe taking notes trying to figure out what the deal is all these games are basically what's the deal like they Mm -hmm. present you with the universe and it's kind of odd and you're like okay what's the deal here what's happening 
what and and it either drives you to the end to figure out what it was or it doesn't Mm -hmm. and all the ones that i've played have been you know completely like this is compelling as shit like this is an experience i want you know i want to find out what what's going on here yeah um did you ever finish uh lifeless planet yes yeah okay yeah that's another one too that's i mean it's kind of a game there's there's some platforming stuff in that but for the most part you're just triggering story recaps um but like you know he mentioned uh vanishing of ethan carter that game kind of ends in a dumb place but the journey was fun getting there and there's some investigation going on throughout it that yeah is kind of triggered just when you get to certain spots but you need to know where to go and it kind of feels like you're on this little mini adventure. Like, I'm never going to be out in the woods solving a crime, but I am through this video game. That's kind of neat. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know. It, it, there's there's just a bunch of culture war bullshit out there. They're not doing any kind of harm to anything. Like, Call of Duty is not falling off because, right. you know, Gone Home came out. It's That's just not happening. Yeah. So, what the fuck are people mad at? Just fucking chill out man and i yeah and it's, i mean we all know like, what it is it's because a lot of them are developed by women and mm-hmm. this environment is so goddamn toxic that it's just like oh they did this fuck that and then it just got lumped into this generic term of walking simulator um but it's it's not an agenda it's not like someone's trying to take over the country or the world, or yeah, and corrupt your way of thinking. And it's not like major, like Activision isn't making these. No. It, you know, it's not like Ubisoft is like taking people off of Assassin's Creed to work on the next no. story-based walking simulator. You know, it's like that, it, yeah, that shit's are, not happening. These it's, are small teams coming together because this is the story they want to tell, and mm-hmm. this is the way they know how to tell it. I mean, go back to the early 80s. You got Laserdisc games like Dragon's Lair, which is fucking garbage if you think about it in terms of a video game. It's quick time events where you don't know what button to press. Yeah, and it's pretty much even not that. Yeah. I mean, like, you could sit and stare at it for 10 straight minutes before there's any kind of input. And even still, you're just triggering the next track on the Laserdisc. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's... No one is complaining about... No one ever has complained about that. And there were a bunch of those things. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, I mean, it, as far as like non-standard game mechanics, we used to have a lot more games like that. I mean, I made a little joke about it earlier, but where in the world is Carmen San Diego? Mm-hmm. What is by definition anything that happens in that that feels like what modern people would call a game? Nope. Mm-hmm. It's usually like, go here, yeah, investigate. Oh, <laughs> okay, yeah. You know, it's usually like one, two, three, click uh, that. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. it's it's choose your own adventure. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what the hell is Oregon Trail? You were hunting. Yeah, there was hunting. There was shooting. Yeah, you hit the space bar on occasion, and no, an arrow was shooting. Oh, no, you ran around. You had to aim. <laughs> yeah, you had to move and aim. And okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah, but but the other stuff. Yeah, there wasn't much to it. Yeah, but you know, lemonade stand. Yeah, I, I, you ask anyone about lemonade stand who's ever played it, and they'll be, "Oh, that's great." It's just fucking math. <laughs> that's all you're doing. That's life, Chuck. You're just doing just finances. Fucking you're fucking a banker is what you're doing. You're just putting numbers into a formula. Mm-hmm. But no one will ever say, Lemonade Stand, that's not a game. Fuck that. They'd be like, oh, man, I played Lemonade Stand for 100 hours. I was so good at Lemonade Stand. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, different games work for different people. And, mm-hmm. you know, I... 
I mean, yeah, the B tier game that we used to get all the time is gone. Like that, that's gone now. Yeah. That's out of budgetary reasons. Those most of those games sucked. Quite frankly, mm-hmm. we would gravitate towards them because we were always looking for the weird, dumb thing. Like they're never going to make a triple A Wheelman. Yeah. So they made a budget Wheelman, and it was garbage, well, but it was fun. Well, and the thing about <laughs> so many of them is they had that one mechanic or thing that like a triple A game would have been like, no, you can't put that in there. Yeah. Like like this that no, we can't people won't get that. Mm-hmm. You need to take that out. Whereas the, those is like, ah, fuck it. That's what makes this game interesting. Mm-hmm. It makes it unique. And that is a disappointment that that's gone. Yeah. But I'm I mean, think about Driver San Francisco. Yeah. The driving in that game was hot garbage. Eh. You were prevented from almost completing that game because some of the driving was so impossible and bullshit. But yeah. what's the best part about that game? The ending? Coma powers. Yeah. <laughs> the last couple driving missions. The story of that game to get to the end of it and go, what is happening? No. That's the best. Mm-hmm. That's why I well I don't remember I don't remember any moment in Driver San Francisco where I was like man that race that oh, was yeah. great Nobody no cared. it was like I woke up out of a coma and was like put me back in <laughs> I'm gonna fight this man in my coma mm-hmm. <laughs> that's so stupid yeah it was but it was great <laughs> yes, it was. yeah so but good. but indie games are totally free to do that stuff mm-hmm. and you know I think I I, I think the issue mo that I have with so many of the walking simulator type games, and I wish we had a better name for them. I really do. But is none of them ever go that I've played at least ever go crazy. Like, you know, in, in you talking about driver San Francisco, that Mm -hmm. makes me think about that. Like none of them are just like, Holy shit. Yeah. You know, it's always like, all right, well, yeah, that was a very personal story. And you know, I'm, I'm, glad, like, I'm glad you told it to me type thing. Whereas it's like, holy shit. Yeah. Did you believe what just happened there? You know, like none of them go <laughs> there. And it's kind of like, you guys have the freedom to do that. Like, hopefully somebody will. Well, Vanishing of Ethan Carter kind of did that. They yeah. kind of went in a batshit direction, but it's just like, eh, I think you guys just went batshit because you didn't have an ending. Mm-hmm. So you just went completely batshit. But yeah, so. Yeah, there are highly personal stories, but there are just ones where it's just like, let's just tell this story and there's really no other way to do it unless we mm-hmm. bolt on a bunch of bullshit. Yeah. You know, I mean, like that game uh, murdered Soul Suspect, which was not a great game by any means, but mm-hmm. it was a really nifty game because you're a ghost solving your own murder. Mm-hmm. But they they shoehorned in a bunch of side story filler, basically, to make it a video game. And that made that game worse. Mm-hmm. You just had to do these these side stories that didn't mean anything. I just want to solve my own murder. That's yeah. that's an awesome idea. So, yeah, I don't I don't. People need to chill the fuck out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I said, you could take this back to all kinds of games. Just is that a game by by your modern definitions? Is Grim Fandango a game by your modern definitions? Yeah. You just click on the screen, random points and places. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, and I I seem to remember way back when I said something like, "Well, if it doesn't have a fail state, it shouldn't be a game." And you know, Monkey, I, Monkey I th- Island. Yeah, I think that's mm-hmm. wrong. Like, like I probably shouldn't have put it that way when I did whenever that was. But you know, it's if it's fun, it's a game. <laughs> And yeah. it might not be fun for you. You know what? Like No Man's Sky is still a game, even though I don't think that game's fun at all. Yeah. But it's fun for somebody. So it's fun in the way. I mean, people yeah. enjoy Minecraft. You yeah. know, not for me, but 
good on you for enjoying it. That's what I say. I mean, think about it. when you look back, like if let's say you went on eBay or Craigslist and you were going to buy a Genesis and then you look at like the pile of games someone is probably selling with that Genesis. And what are they? Nine million fucking sports games mm-hmm. that no one gives a shit about. And we are now in an era where every game is kind of different. Like the sports genre fixed itself, basically, which was basically to shut itself down and be like, now nah, we maybe only need one of these or none because mm-hmm. <laughs> no one cares. And now you've got all these different things. Like if if all the like if there were physical copies of all these different Steam games and you like went on to eBay or something like that to buy a computer and it was like a gaming bundle yeah. and it came with 100 games and you looked at this list, I'd be like, shit, check out all these games. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be like, ah, oh, fuck sports. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, there's so many games out there now. We'll just hope your sports bundle comes with NHL 94. Right. Make Gretzky's the, head bleed. That was the best one. <laughs> Mario Lemieux hockey. That was good, too. It was no NHL 94, my hey, friend. It had a brawl mode. Not yeah. just fight. It had brawl. Uh, team on team. Blades of Steel. Mm-hmm. That was all right. Let's go to this weird hand-drawn image of mm-hmm. two hockey players punching each other. Yep. <laughs> So in summary, there are some good games. Yeah. Play games. Yeah. <laughs> if it's not fun, you know what? Move on. Mm-hmm. Like your life will continue. <laughs> yeah. Because I bet a lot of these people would argue that No Man's Sky is a video game and it's not good. Yeah. I have to agree with you. BJ will disagree. Maybe well, next month. Not that it. he'll listen to the episode. No, he'll have no idea. Yeah. So. So anyway. If you want to get in touch with us, mm-hmm. noquarters.net. Yes. Check it out. It's got all sorts of stuff. Basically, most sites, most Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, twitch.tv slash noquarters.net. Mm-hmm. That's where you find us. Some of us have been streaming lately. We kind of backed off on the streaming for a bit, but I think I need to get back into it. I know you were streaming some stuff. BJ has been streaming some stuff, so yeah. He's been making how-to videos. Yeah, and he has on the YouTube page. How to disassemble a Johnny Five? Yeah, a, <laughs> a PS4 controller and put new nubs and shit. In yeah, it. gotta get some new nubs. Get some nubs, hot nubs. Yeah, and uh, if you pour if, some hot nub baby yeah. tonight. So if you want to write us, write us at talk at noquarters.net. Mm-hmm. It's the easiest one, and we'll read your email and then talk long-windedly about our answers. Mm-hmm. That, that will devolve into other conversations. Yeah, perhaps because that's how years. podcasts work. Yeah, but that's what we like. But yeah, thanks for everyone that wrote in this yeah. month. Busy month. You. So yeah, let's get out of here so Chuck can get back to playing Forza Horizon 3. Yeah. I'm Mackie. I'm Chuck. And I'm Harlow. And this is No Quarters Out.